talking about that brings me great joy is the youth. Because the youth, the, youth. Are the, the youths are the future. Was it teach them well and let them lead the way, they once said, in that one song that escapes me right now? But I just was on Twitter, Twitter and this lady was like, oh, my God, I was walking in my neighborhood and I saw this. Also, just real quick before I play the clip, yeah, real Cobra star, long time no see. Be a be in the house more often, and then you can be more less time and more often see. But anyway, what this lady was walking in her neighborhood. Shut up, Marcos. Nobody's asking you. And, <laughs> and, um, and I saw this video clip of these little babies protesting for Black Lives Matter. They're all a bunch of little white kids, but none of them. The oldest one has to be maybe seven years old, maybe six years old, and it's the cutest thing ever. Oh Hopefully you God, can hear it. This. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. <laughs> oh my god, look at this. If you're watching this, if you can hear it barely, it's a squadron of children screaming Black Lives Matter with a little black girl being driven in a cart. <laughs> like a radio flyer cart. Oh being dragged this. like a queen on a pedestal. It's the cutest thing. And... I only hope that one day my children are that adorable. And they probably will be. They'll probably be like, Viva la raza, wey! I hope. I hope. I don't think they're going to speak that much Spanish, but do you know where that was? Hey! Oh, I'm going <laughs> to teach my kids to cuss. Like, there's nothing funnier than a toddler saying, chinga tu madre. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was um, Frank's joke. Huh? I don't know. Because uh, I, I saw you post that on Twitter, and I was like, this is adorable, but I wonder where it is, just for curiosity's sake. Uh, just the way Twitter works is probably somewhere in New York or something. Like, that's <laughs> tend to be where all these things happen. I don't know, man. I was like, uh, you're no. definitely pulling that out of a hat. <laughs> definitely. But no, but that was just like the cutest thing. And I'm just like, man, the children's, they're going to they're gonna do something. Because clearly, we all fucked up. We We have no hope. There's no hope for us. People are getting mad over NASCAR getting rid of the Confederate flag. I don't know how much of any of these things are people actually mad and people just echoing the one dumb person on Twitter. Like Um, people that people say like, oh, yeah, people are really mad at Paw Patrol. And I'm like, there's probably like three people mad at Paw Patrol. No one's really mad at yeah, Who the exactly. Fuck's watching Paw Patrol. <laughs> uh, the parents of children. I mean, they canceled cops. They canceled what? cops. Yeah, 30, no, 31 they years. They canceled I mean, cops in like live PD, I think, or something on yeah. any. Fuck. I had just figured out how to steal my parents' cable. <laughs> it was on Fox, man. It wasn't even on cable. I don't have an antenna. <laughs> and new episodes were on Spike, which is now the Paramount Network. Which confuses the shit out of me. <laughs> Big sad. That's how know. long it's been that we've been without cable. It's been the Paramount Network for like five years, I think. Yeah, yeah really? I'm like, I don't. When even I went TV. back to Eagle Pass, I was like, "Wait, where in the fuck is Spike? Why is Bar Rescue on Paramount? What the shit? Is this a movie network?" <laughs> I still get mad at Freeform for taking over ABC Family, which took over Fox Family, which yeah, premiered, which premiered. With a concert of the Spice Girls on New Year's. I don't know why I remembered that. It's one of those things as a kid. I think it was like 97 or 98 where the Spice Girls did their opening concert for Fox Family. And then it turned to ABC Family. And then they just played Harry Potter for like 30 years in a row. (laughs) (laughs) It was literally how I watched the last three movies. Dude. Four. (laughs) 
<laughs> I have a bone to pick with Freeform slash ABC Family. You can't play an hour and 45-minute Harry Potter movie over the course of six hours. That's not right. It's <laughs> just not right. It's, there's so many commercials. Every, and my dad, it was playing right now in the middle of summer. Usually it's like, you know, Halloween, spooky times, the Sorcerer's Stone, Christmas time. There's a Christmas scene in the Sorcerer's Stone, so now it's a Christmas movie. And now it's in the middle of July. Nothing happens in July. There's no school. Harry Potter starts in, like, September, I think. Most That's years. why they played the last two, because they're out um, fucking camping in the woods. That's right. They're just I out mean, there <laughs> trying to save the world. They just become like the rogue militants. There, there is no school. Like, it's just, hey, guys, do you miss school yet? And then Harry Potter. <laughs> hey, kid, <laughs> hey, kids, you want to go take over the evil overlords? There's no school in these next two movies. So, um, But, yeah, no, that's 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 been what I've been doing, just kind of surviving just watching Twitter like man I just this week of work just killed my soul a little bit because like everyone's like changing the world and I'm just like crunching numbers and I just started to feel that like political guilt it's like I want to riot too guys but I have to I take care of my folks right what do you mean like even if you didn't even if you had a different job I mean you're living with high-risk people right now right now yeah that's even the point right like even if if I was home in Austin and say oh you want to go to Austin because Austin is super high uh infection rate anyway so it's like we're like if i just go out i'm just gonna die because apparently austin according to my instagram feed doesn't give a damn about coronavirus anymore because there's lots of people at the pool lots of people on the water lots of people having shindigs barbecues and outings and hee-haws and hootenannies all that stuff well we weren't friends with any of those people anyway i mean i know associates (laughs) I'm, the pool is riddled right with now. chlorine, so if any place is safe from the Rona, it's probably there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, like, you know, people are out there kissing and holding hands at these parties, you know. How dare they be happy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just wondering why I'm not happy. <laughs> why can't I go to a pool party? <laughs> I mean... I'm missing a um, one of a coworker's birthday today, and it's just kind of like I'm not sure I would go out even in, if I didn't have this podcast to do. I mean, who, uh, whose birthday is it? I, we work at the same place. Kristen. Oh yeah, she invited me, and I'm like, I'm in California. Sorry, Wonka, Wonka, Wonka. And it's like a big one for her too. She's turning like 30, and it's the big 3-0. And everyone's like, Oh man, She's I have to have a having party. the second smallest 30th birthday though that I've heard of. Like when. Um, I had five other friends turn 30. One went to Europe. Another one rented out a huge boat. I mean, also, she's turning 30 during Corona apocalypse. Like, there was a very right. limited amount of things she could do. Let's go yeah. lie out in the grass, guys. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go play. I don't know. What could you, what's a game? You can play. No, dodgeball has you touching the ball. What's a game you could play, like, elementary school style that required very little physical contact? Jackbox. That's not children. I'm talking about like <laughs> playground, like playground games, like dodgeball. There's a lot of ball golf. That's not a children's game. You know, when you go to PE, <laughs> you know, your school, you play, you know, golf, you know, nah, but golf, you can play, but kickball, maybe kickball, you maybe, but even ball. then you have to catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But all these... the ball, uh, I was like, you touch the ball with your foot. So that kind of, it has it at least, but you have to it, catch it and toss it to the other guy. Do all that right, thing. but you're not like making out with the ball. There's no tackling. It's very little contact. How do you play? 
Have I been playing? <laughs> yeah, did, you're supposed to. Did his coach Angular lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> no, JJ, you're supposed. Uh oh! Oh, you're you you cut out. Oh, I cut myself. Oh no! Um, <laughs> no, um, no, it's me, Miss Clicky. I'm trying to have the high production <laughs> values, guys, and part of that is the button to have your faces is the button that also gets rid of you. So. Uh, and then I, um, oh, you up, just have to cycle through all the options. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. Somebody in the chat, Arc of two three two. Did you guys hear they changed the Mayan Apocalypse date to next Sunday? Good times. Sweet, I'm off that day. <laughs> right? Are we chosen? Like, are we the chosen ones because we have like the Mayan Aztec blood? Even like that'd be dope. Like that'd be super dope. I don't, I don't think they had that kind of philosophy, at least as far as I know. It was just like this is some fucked up shit's gonna happen. Hope you survive to the calendar restarting. Right, but that was Aztec. That, that was, I mean, I know mine has a different calendar. It's a little more simplified, but I don't think Aztecs had a calendar. It's a Mayan no, the, calendar. No, it's the Aztec calendar, and the Mayans had a different calendar. But they people say the Mayan calendar is the Aztec calendar when really it's the Aztec calendar. Fuck the Mayans is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Aztecs fought and died. Mayans hid in the jungle. That's why there's still Mayans out there. Dude, no, Aztecs no. also killed each other a lot. Like, <laughs> I didn't say we were saints. It's like the old necks, the Mayans, and the Aztecs. Like it, the timeline of it, kind of thing. But they hid yeah. in, the, in the jungles. They still exist. The language still exists. Aztec barely exists as a language. But what do I know? Then what do I know? I'm just a <laughs> I'm just a Mexican who knows a couple of Sochils and Sochi. <laughs> a couple yeah. right? you know those names, right? Like the Tallulas and shit, like all those girls with the Aztec names. Like Guatemoc. Gu- Dang, that's that's even more than Fresno ever got. But um, that's deep cuts. That's deep cut, deep cut <laughs> Spanish names. See, like Samuel, because they killed not- that guy by uh, like skinning his feet. Ow. So, yeah, so because my dad would always tell me, like, man, when I would work in the field, tenía las patas como Guatemoc. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, who's Guatemoc? And then he'd tell me, like, oh, they, they like, skinned his feet. So oh, my that's God. how I'd come out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But no, Arkham 232 is like Topanga. That is not. <laughs> that is the name of a thick white woman who we all had a good crush on in our uh, sixth grade to maybe early high school years. But um, I don't know, guys, how was your week? Honestly, because I've been over here in California. My, my baby nephew learned how to walk. That was pretty dope. Um, nice. Yeah, he learned how to like stand up on himself. I got him a drum set. And uh, my grandfather's a drummer. A lot of my family are drummers. So he like stood up for the first time. It was like, I feel the rock. And then he just started playing the drums. And it was, it was delightful. So I got to see that. I was here for that, which is like, okay, now I can go back to Texas. Um, but like, what have you guys been up to? What have you guys been doing? Was this like month four of quarantine? Almost month five? It's it's starting to get crazy out here. I mean, uh, it's so it's a weird feeling, like kind of like because uh, I've been running errands for the most part. Like every Friday is my errand day, whatever it is. This week, this week it was just something dumb. I'm trying to send Alfred uh, a video game to play while he's being dead, uh-huh, and um, right. but it's while you drive around, you see a lot of activity. And then, like, certain places. So yesterday I went out to eat with Jared at Skull Mechanics. But Skull Mechanics, you can only sit outside. They don't have any indoor seating. Mm-hmm. And um, 
even the burger that we ordered was no touch delivery. Like you order the burger online and then you just pick it up like outside the food truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the most part, it's like, okay, cool. So everybody has different rules. And then certain places like Tommy said are like, fuck it. Like just come in, pile in type stuff. Like cause <laughs> I've, I've seen that too. Yeah. And I'm trying to do the middle ground of like, well, I'll go out once in a while just because it's just like you need to break out the monotony and see someone once in a while or else you're going to go crazy talking to yourself. Right. But I don't want to go as far crazy as Tommy is like I'm going to go ahead to the club and rub elbows with 30 different people. (laughs) I'm still trying to keep social distance and everything. And for the most part, all the. Places I go out to are outdoor venues that they sanitize it in between people sitting down. Right. And and I have not gone out because I'm with two immunocompromised people and a baby. So um, I haven't gone out and I've there's nothing even to do in Fresno to even warrant going out. So it's not like I'm missing anything. But like when I get back, it's like I see you at the gym, at the one you go to, and I'm like, that shit always looks empty. I really need to get back into shape. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't live this way, guys. My body is atrophying underneath me, and I don't like it. And I just like, I want to get swole. I want to like, like I have all this time. I'm not going out. It's the perfect like get fit under the cover of darkness type of thing, you know? Mm. Like nobody's no nobody. If normal people, there's still people out there that are doing summer, but like normal people. Oh, whoops, sorry, Topanga. Topanga. No, <laughs> She's doing sorry. summer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are still like, "Oh, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna go out and show off my summer bod." It's like, no, you're gonna die of coronavirus, and all those muscles are gonna d- dissolve because you're gonna be on a respirator, gonna and then you're gonna Thanos away. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna Thanos away, and so, like, if I could just like in the cover of night of coronavirus, um, where you guys only see me from the chest up, all of a sudden you just see my face getting a little bit slimmer, my shoulders start getting a little broader, and then like. <laughs> If people see me in person, like, oh my god, Sam, you're you're a beefcake now. Oh my god, and that's the dream. <laughs> and then I grow hair like JJ somehow. That's the other part. <laughs> the, more right. get, the more hair I'm, comes back. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the day that we can go back to the office so that everyone can just like stare at me. <laughs> like, right? who is this guy? I I just want to walk in like Robin Williams and fucking Jumanji. What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Because, yeah, like, I don't even want to go back to the office because I'm so portly now. And I'm just like, guys, don't but, look at me. But most people know. are. Like, I know. it's not like I know. most people Every- are working out. I know, yeah, but there's like, I'm going full one. endgame Thor here, man. <laughs> well, you're still eating cereal but not drinking beer, or have you switched it up yet? Uh, no, I'm still not drinking beer, although – I'll save that for the actual podcast. It kind of ties in, but uh, okay. <laughs> My job: drink beer, drink beer. <laughs> number one. Um, I don't know what up, but so Marco, that's you. you just kind of find quarantine balance. JJ, uh, are you? It's really just rotating oh. my TV shows. Like right now, I'm watching Watchmen, and it's so poignant for the time that we're in. It is, yeah. yeah I like I, I kind of <laughs> fucked up by watching it earlier because my brother gave me his Amazon <laughs> login. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and like when I saw it, I dug it. Like it's a really, really well written show, really good. Uh, I definitely like it more than the uh, what's it, Snyder comic? movie? Oh, well, yeah. Not more so than the comic, <laughs> but like uh, the the Snyder movie. Like it's good. I don't totally hate it. Like I think it gets a mm-hmm. lot of 
undeserved hate sometimes. But why in the fuck did he take out the squid? Like, <laughs> he followed everything else to a T, to a fucking letter. Because a the climax is, is like, nah, we don't need that. No, but you know that, that would be it actually. It actually is a logical thing to do. It's like, oh yeah, frame the guy that can do impossible shit. Like, it makes so much sense that it should have been the original, but I doesn't but, at the same time. Like, it's weird. Right, but like the problem is that he he didn't alter the rest of the script to like tie into that ending, to tie into that narrative. But they so the build-up doesn't... He did, though. Because they're like, oh, Manhattan, I don't know, this guy's a wild card. He could blow up all the Viet Congs at all the times. It's like, they, they threw a lot of distrust towards him a lot of the time. But he was already exiled. Like, he already left. He already bounced. So it's like, it's not Manhattan that's doing this. It's, it's uh, the aliens. Because if, if Manhattan hadn't exiled himself to Mars, right, then when the squid lands, it's like, well, what the fuck are we worried about? Manhattan's here. He'll just, like, and it'll go away. But if Manhattan exiles himself, then the world has to unite because now we don't have, like, the magic... Mr. Clean fix all everything. (laughs) But would you make it a giant squid still? I mean, it was very uh, vaginal. To be fair, you see the the giant squid in the TV show, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, that's always the joke with every, like, new Watchmen iteration that comes out. I will always tell my brother, is there a fucking squid in it? Like, because that was sort of like the (laughs) nitpick that I had. And when this came out and he started watching it, of course, like I made that joke. Is there a fucking squid in it? And he's like, yeah. And All I was right. like, fuck, maybe I should give this a chance. <laughs> I mean, I was never big on the comics. The movie was all right. You can watch a review of it. I did before. But um, I hear the show is amazing. I hear it's it's like in Tulsa, right? Of all places. Yeah. It's during the, yeah. the bombing of uh, Black Wall Street. And it ties in a lot with... Um... The African American experience, which is weird because the comic doesn't touch it at all, really, for the most right. part. Yeah, right. It's, it's an '80s comic book. All of them are white guys doing white guy things with white guy problems. That's why I don't like '80s movies, like John by Rasputin. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like uh, who's the one that did like the Breakfast Club and like uh, John Waters? John Hughes? No, no John Waters is <laughs> is Pink Flamingos, I think. I, that too it's crazy um, no, but john hughes movies that's why like i'm trying to watch the breakfast club i'm like this is rich white people people do it just rich white people pretty white kids with problems yeah it's like they're not real problems like oh man they crashed my dad's car uh he has insurance it's cool like he's, you're gonna be fine like premium's gonna go up a little bit that's it why does everything go back to fucking insurance i'm sorry uh, <laughs> my brain i just oh this, this week was so rough is so rough. That's why I'm trying to bring joy. That's why I brought. I bought this. A friend recommended this to me, and uh, I'm trying to get sponsored because um, I have a beard. Um, but yeah, look at this. I got some simply great mahogany scented beard oil. That's cruelty free. I don't care. That's cruelty free. It's, it's just a bonus. And how it's, would uh, it be vegan? cruelty? Like, how would you add cruelty to it? Uh, um, you just test it right on buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was, I was thinking that rabbit. Too. You can be cruel to mahogany. <laughs> we made desks out of this stuff. <laughs> so yeah, no, they, they they punch a goat every time they make a bottle. <laughs> mahogany, simply great beard oil, vegan cruelty added. <laughs> go to. Do I smell like wood? I, I don't know. It's something better than just wood. Like yeah, that's what she it's said. One of my favorite cologne scents, for the most part. Yeah, no, I just um, I got turned on to it, and they're like, it's a really good smell, and I'm like, nah, I can't be. I I, I thought I've smelled like the smell. I thought like I've smelled regular mahogany, and then I smell this, and I'm like, oh, you have a point. Yeah, this is this is going on all the time. So yeah, um, I like so the- sponsor us simply great beard oil because we're we- like I'm wearing your stuff right now. Go ahead, JJ. I, I have a keeping on on topic of sense. I have a watch that's like bourbon and oak. Hold, hold on, you're digitizing. You sound spooky. Wait for spooky. You to, I'm waiting for you to come back. I'm waiting for you to come back, JJ. Oh, JJ's dead. He looks very concerned, though. Oh no, He'll come JJ. back. JJ, come uh, back. Let me kick him real quick, or at least remove him from here. And yep, he's dead. All right, well, JJ needs to come back. Justice for JJ. Uh, TJ's in the chat. Is he occupied? Go on with the show. I'll try sliding in if I can. God, what is this? This ain't an open house. God dang it. JJ, I mean, jump out and jump in. This is very. He's got, he's got some explaining to do. Who? Uh, TJ? TJ. I mean, TJ's always like, yeah, you never have a show. And then he doesn't show up. At least when you say, oh, man, we don't have a show, you're here when you're asked to be here. But um, God, now I smell really good. I've only stepped out of one show, I think. And that was on accident. <laughs> At least last week, anyway. <laughs> the battery died. Yeah, we're wasting a lot of daylight on that battery. Maybe you need to turn like all your juice off, make sure the brightness is all super low and stuff, just to get those added bits. Uh, but yes, uh, Ryan Walderson, we need justice for JJ. By the way, if you guys have comments, I can actually pull comments up like this. So if you got comments, please leave them. Please engage. Please interact. If you donate, please let me know in the chat. I know it sounds self-serving, but I can't see it because I'm not on. Um, I'm not on. Um, oh my God, OBS Streamlabs. So, am I ready Okay, no. Oh, okay. He has no mouth, and he must scream. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. I mean, so I'm trying to think. I I, I don't have much to talk about. This week was just so rough. I don't know about you, man. Is there like bad juju in the air? Or is it just me? I've learned Racial. to space my stuff at work, like pace myself for the most uh-huh. part. So it's a lot, lot better. Um, also, for the most part, I mean, I watch a lot of artists, uh, musicians. They they do podcasts where they're talking about themselves, how hard it is to write right now because it's like every day feels the exact same. So uh-huh. how am I supposed to? talk about sing about love sing about sadness like well this was all before corona for the most part but it's still a theme of like the average day-to-day kind of is so repetitive that it's hard to stimulate yourself in in certain ways right by the way ryan walterson you can go fuck yourself for this one he'll be reborn as a jet plane jj the jet plane remember (laughs) remember the children's program of jj the jet plane but actually oh there he is he's coming back jj you back I'm a jet plane now. God dang it. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth about this right now. Yeah, he's fine like a 
So essentially, guys, we're doing this pre-show out there in the world because we're stalling for our two other hosts. So uh, Tommy was at the grocery store. He's like, oh, man, we got a show today. <laughs> and I'm like, Tommy, yes, we do. Come on, man. We'll stall for you. Uh, so we've gonna, done a good solid 30 minutes so far of stalling. And then uh, TJ, I, I guess he's hoeing about. <sighs> That's the only thing I can think of. Um, well, he, ha- he actually has a management role. They could ask him to do anything at any point. Yeah, but he's pretty responsible and gets his work done early, so I think he's just hoeing about. Oh, and Ryan Walderson, why does Tommy sound like a bad Seth Rogen impression? Because someone once told him that he they remind him of Seth Rogen, and now I can't stop thinking of Tommy as the black Seth Rogen. Like, it's just something I can't <laughs> see or unthink. But I do have one more thing I want to talk about before we get into the actual show. Uh, uh, stalling uh, prohibited. Um, have you guys seen Dave Chappelle's new special? 846? Yeah, the, the YouTube one. Yeah. yeah. It's not really a comedy special for the most part, at the very it's least. It's very much not. No. <laughs> it's, it's very real. Um, I loved it. Of course, I love everything from Dave Chappelle. I actually was re-watching Chappelle show with a friend who had never seen Chappelle show. So I watched the first episode again and pop copies in that episode and then the black white supremacists in that first episode. And I got to say, that's got to be one of the greatest first episodes like pilot episodes i've ever seen of any show like it is the most ridiculous brilliant thing i've ever seen in my life and what are we now 20 years later and he's still you know kicking out the jams like let's take a look at it if you guys haven't had a chance real quick because this it's it's transcendent it's transcendental i love watching this stuff i almost clicked the button play on the other screen this is weird and and less than ideal uh circumstances to do a show the only way to figure out if the shit will actually work is to do the goddamn show. So thank you all for coming. Give it a little bit of time. He told the police he couldn't breathe. One of the hardest parts of the tape to listen to. He said, please. I can't tell you. As a man, Watching another man go through something like that, what it makes you feel like. I didn't watch the tape for weeks, for a week. I didn't watch it. I knew. I saw a still picture. I said, I don't want to see this because I can't unsee it. But when I finally watched it, I understood nobody's going home. Anyone who sees this, well, they're going to be furious. And like you said, it's less a comedy special or even a a stand-up set. And it's just more of him just... That's like a sermon, I think I described it as. Or just like... I don't know. It's just a guy on his pedestal trying to get some shit off his chest. And I caught it when I was falling asleep and I just listened to it before. And then I saw the video of it and I'm just like, man, this guy's just laying it on the line. Every time he does the stand up now, it's just, it's brilliant, man. I don't know. What did you guys think of it? I'm going to give uh, this to JJ first. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's um, just in the sense that I've been interrupting you. So I'm going to give it to you first. Uh, I mean, I just saw it last night. Um, I was also like starting to fall asleep. God dang it, JJ. <laughs> oh no! You're like you were like. So I was watching it. <laughs> uh, 
And I think, yep, now you're just looking at us very creepily. My I don't back. like the way. No, you're My looking back. at us very creepily. I mean, I can hear you, but your video is quite it appalling. Is. It's very terrifying. Well, oh, now you're back. Here, he's back. He's back. <laughs> he's back, everybody. Maybe you need to go back to your kitchen and get your video right. <laughs> no, it's my router. I haven't restarted it in a while, and it's been a lot of work. <laughs> um, Those are my opinions. Zero one one zero zero zero. No, yeah, it, just, um, it was great in binary. <laughs> I was watching saying. it last night. Um, I was also like starting to fall asleep already, but uh, yeah, it was really intense. Uh, like you guys said. It, it's not really a comedy special per se. Um, I think the one part, like the hardest laugh was when he himself says like, this shit ain't funny at all. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> um, he's like, just he's like for, am I boring you? Like at the beginning of like, yeah, yeah. he does throw in some levity, but like, it's, it's heavy stuff. Like it's not, right. it's not your typical, it's not really a comedy special. I wouldn't call it one at least. Right. Uh, but it is it is I would recommend it. Like I I would advise people to check it out. Yeah, man. I mean, even the his posture in it, honestly, like watching Dave Chappelle do stand up, he's usually pretty upright, very kind of loose and, and and he never has a notebook. And there he has a notebook and he's like perched on the stool like a gargoyle almost at certain times, right? Like that's how into it and that's how unlike anything he's ever done in his stand up or even in a sketch comedy or anything, like his even his just his posture is different, and it's it's like you said, JJ. It's uncomfortable. It's intimidating almost, but it's someone who has a lot of shit on his shoulders. That's like, how dare you try to say I'm not supportive of this? I'm letting, as he says, the streets talk for itself, and who am I to get in the way and try to interrupt? Nobody's asking where the fuck Ja Rule is right now. Right? Where is Ja? <laughs> where is Ja? But no, man, I I watched it and. He never fails to amaze me. Uh, greatest stand-up of all time, I would say. Honestly, if I think about the scope of everything, I mean, I think he cheats on his wife, but I don't think he did his children. <laughs> or, 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 but otherwise, everyone else has failed me. Louis C.K., yeah, and it wasn't into him that much. Cosby definitely let me down. Kevin Hart's an adulterer. Uh, Chris Rock has lost his mojo a little bit. He did I all actually thought Chris Rock's movie. last special was one of the funniest he's done in like 10 years. But I mean, but you forgot those other ten years. <laughs> well, he, I don't know how much of his time he's actually spent doing stand up. Like once you become a movie star, like I actually give credit to Joe Rogan for the most part that he does all this other shit, and his new stuff is still okay. Fuck Joe Rogan. I'm tired of Joe Rogan. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck everything. He's By the way, the one that told me about his uh, the Dave Chappelle special because I was listening to him in, interview Jimmy Yang. Yeah, and, then, and like, he probably talk. told you about white supremacists and let them have a platform too. Oh my god, just pause. Oh that my god, pause that. No, he's telling me to pause anything. God dang it! He's never said anything about white. Supre- he's a Bernie supporter for the most part, but it was just more like he was talking to Jimmy Yang about how um, he was doing. Uh, Dave Chappelle actually got that okayed by the governor, like that event that was recorded and stuff. Right, because uh, they were talking about first that how they got in. They keep getting invited to do virtual stand-up, and it's like that is the worst idea that you could ever heard of. Like right. a stand-up comedian doing comedy with no crowd reaction, like that's got to be painful as fuck. 
Well, like but, Fluffy, he's on Twitter. Like, I'm not doing comedy unless I can do it in front of people. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the right thing to do for the most part. Right. But this got a, a okayed by the governor. And you can see throughout the clips, people are wearing masks. People are doing all sorts of social distancing and stuff like that. Like, um, he went to extremes to kind of get this together. And it right. was it was fun to hear about it and then to see it. It was like, well, this is not as much a comedy special. I mean, I think he there's probably three to five jokes in the entire 30 minute set right. and more about like just stop and hear me digest what happened that day and try to make some sense out of it. Right. And and that's the thing. That, that's the, the other part about it is you can even see kind of the cogs going um, in his brain as he's trying to process some of the violence and some of the things he's seen and for him to come up with something that's so poignant on such a short clock, even, you know, cause it was like June 10th, I think the special was, or like June 6th or something like that. It wasn't that long ago. So for him to be able to just in the midst of it, come up with a perfect analysis of it. It's just like, man, is there anything this guy can't do? He doesn't, I mean, he last movie he did was, um, a star is born, but no stars born. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was, and apparently they said he was amazing. And so it's like, oh, man, so he's an actor, comedian, stand-up, sketch comedy. I mean, improv he's probably not good at, but nobody's really good at improv. So, But anyway. What about good, whose line no, is it anyway? Huh? What about whose line is it anyway? That's all improv. Fine. <laughs> Colin Mockery and Ryan <laughs> And sometimes Greg Proops, he could be good. Otherwise, they're Wayne else. Brady. Wayne Brady's son. <laughs> oh my God. So my friend who hasn't watched Chappelle's show, I'm like, okay, I can't show you all of them, but the Rick James episode, the Prince episode, and Wayne Brady's son. <laughs> I remember watching, and this is, this is a funny true story before we get into it, because uh, I don't know if those other guys are coming. So we'll just go, the show must go on. Um. I thought the Wayne Brady show was real. I didn't know it was a sketch because I was like <laughs> 13. And I was like, oh, man, Wayne Brady's taking over the Chappelle show. This is crazy. And then I saw that sketch. And I know Wayne Brady from the Wayne Brady show, which was airing at the time, which my mom right. loved. And he like sang and he danced and he did all sorts of great little comedy and like was a great show host. This was like before. This was like the in-between space between Rosie O'Donnell having a show and Oprah. No, I'm sorry. Oprah had her show, then Rosie O'Donnell had her show, and then there was Wayne Brady, and then there was Ellen. So this was a gap between like Oprah and Ellen being like the the queen of talk shows, and um, it was good. But then I saw him mow down a guy in a drive by shooting, and I was like, Wayne Brady, no, (laughs) (laughs) on TV, and he's stealing people's sandwiches, and he's got prostitutes. (laughs) <laughs> and he's threatening to choke a bitch. It, it was it scarred me to say the least. It scarred me. But um Well they say never meet your heroes. <laughs> By the way, if I ever meet Wayne Brady, I want to talk to him about food fight. Oh, was he oh. in that movie? You heard about that movie? It's like the nope. I've heard about it, yeah. You've not heard about it, Marcos? I've not. So the pre- JJ, maybe you can help me with this. The premise was that it was supposed to be like a pilot for like a bunch of food mascots. And it had a lot of star power in it, but it was like a terrible CG monstrosity yeah. of the movie. Yeah, it sounds better than the Mass Singer. 
Mass Singer sounds no. dope. Though. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you in terms of entertainment value, like the backstory that Sam just gave you for the movie is far better than the actual movie. <laughs> well, no. So the Mass Singer, I was like, "What's that about?" Oh, it's just celebrities singing karaoke with a mask on. And then someone was like, "Oh yeah, Tony Hawk was on that." And I was like, "Tony Hawk was on that." So yeah. what's Tony Hawk? Like, you know what? That's enjoyable. Watching Tony Hawk poorly sing in a stupid furry mask, that brought me some great joy. And I wouldn't care about everybody, but I would, if I was a celebrity, I would love to be on that show. I would be on all of them, man. If I was a celebrity, I'd be on like the celebrity dance one. I'd be on the karaoke one. I'd be on all the. I'd be like Nick Cannon. I, I'd just be everywhere. Oh, man. I, I wouldn't even – I don't even need to be as famous as Nick Cannon. Like I could be the – basis in U2 or something like I would volunteer for everything it's like you are not the edge thank you very much that is the I think his name is the edge it could be I said it not to begin with but it was just more a matter of that's what I'm saying you can't mess with the edge from U2 okay you have to have one of the other unnamed members all right okay U2 sucks to begin with but second of all Uh, um, all right no (laughs) um I would I would volunteer to be a zombie on The Walking Dead. I would volunteer to be a White Walker and Game of Thrones. Like, anything that I could be in just to be in. I'll be killed by The Punisher when that TV show is going on. Like, anything. I would just throw my my name in the ring. The Punisher would be the only one because you're a big old oaf like I am. We'd be the biggest <laughs> zombies ever. Like, we'd be like, wow, oh, my God, it's a tank. It's What are they called? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Wasn't Palomalu a zombie in The Walking Dead at a certain point? Like, they have big dudes do it once in a while. Palomalu is, like, 5'11". Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Is it Troy H. <laughs> oh, Palomalu. Uh, Troy Palomalu is 5'10". We're taller than Troy Palomalu. He's an average height dude. <laughs> His hair may be glorious, but um, I don't know. I guess that could be our, top, our next top five. Top five extra jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to be... I don't know. Uh, well, that actually might go into my dream job now because um, – wait. Oh, yeah, Sam, don't you remember when Apple gave everyone a YouTube album and everyone was pissed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I actually worked at Apple at the time. And people were like, oh, I get this off my phone. I'm like, I don't know. They didn't tell us. <laughs> One sin about Apple oh, – there's, now there's many of them. I'm actually starting to shy away from Apple more and more in my life. I used to be very pro-Apple. But – um. One thing about Apple is that they would release phones, they would release tablets, they release a lot of things without telling us what was in it to avoid leaks. So we would sell an iPhone and talk to people about the iPhone when we found out the information at the same fucking press conference. It was like the shittiest thing. It's like, so what what gigabytes does this phone have? And I'm like, uh, and then you go out and watch the video, oh, 256, fuck it. And hope you were right. And hope. <laughs> And that, hope that you had the right specs and gigahertz and stuff because they didn't train us on it until much after. It's very frustrating. I, I can relate, Sam. My job does the exact <laughs> same shit. <laughs> yeah, and you and you work for a large video game developer. You're not a developer yourself. You just work for a large video game. No, developer. Yeah, I just work for a large video game developer, and they're like, "Hey, uh, when's this coming out?" Uh, dude, I didn't even know we announced that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is this out already? I thought, oh, never mind. So I'm watching I'll... your press conference and like, I'm like, well, good for you. I'm at work, dude. Like, do you think I can watch it? <laughs> right. Right. They right. Work today so we can watch it. <laughs> the world has gotten mad, everybody. I mean, on the note of things that happened this week, the, the Sony press conference this week was pretty bomb. 
Yeah, I dug it. <laughs> it's gonna be eight hundred dollars. It's four. It's three hundred. No, it's four hundred. Nah, they they're they're shying away from like the six hundred price point because they launched the PS3 with that and it kind of tanked. Like, I love my PS3, but yeah. I I will fully admit that like the 360 kind of dominated that whole generation. <laughs> yeah, but you're kind of a well, jerk I mean, now if you have an Xbox, and I and I mean that towards all my friends who have Xboxes because <laughs> I can't play any games with you because you have an Xbox for some freaking reason <laughs> all of my friends have ps4s except the ones that want to play games with me i mean like the ones you play play call of duty you could play crossplay with them i don't want to play carl on duty i'm not good at shooting games we've established this already i'm okay at apex now because i play with like elite tier you can play players. there's a battle royale mode in in call of duty yeah i've downloaded it and i'm probably gonna be terrible about it jj is what i'm you saying you can come back I don't want to come. I heard about the gulag. I don't want to go to a gulag. It just sounds like too much effort. All you have to do is win. I like. I actually really like that mechanic. I don't like uh, battle royales that much because I like you can only win by hiding. I feel like sometimes. And third partying, yeah, yeah. And I'm very much a like. There's a thing. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I I would be like with you, JJ. Me and you would just play Apex and just hide in a corner until everyone killed themselves. Right. That's actually my least favorite thing about Apex now that I'm back in. It's like, oh man, I have there's two other people that need to rely on me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I've played with you. I've played with you when you first started, and your your idea of squad play is I'm gonna go do recon. It's like, no, come back, Marcos. You, I'll tell you guys war. where the bullets are coming from. I'll be back. <laughs> well now I can do that really well because I have Mirage. Mirage oh. is my main now. Oh my god! I'm gonna go send spooky guys over there. <laughs> yeah, he actually got a few buffs, so he's actually not bad. But um, but Tommy's about to join us in a couple. His final, his final though, or his third level attack, whatever it is. No, they added it to it. I thought they move independently they, now. They all are mimicking you, so it's kind of like oh, the it makes sense when you're on a hill shooting at him. Which one is the real one? Whereas before. They would all move independently. Now they don't do that. Well, I don't know what to tell you. All I know is waiting for Tommy. I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm really tired today because my brain is kind of going back and forth. Well, you got like, two days off. I do have two days off. I'm going to go see my grandma tomorrow. She's going to love that. Um, my dad, I was helping him like line up his hair, give him like, a haircut and stuff. And he was like, I was lining up his neck, and he looks me in the eye. And he goes, have you been getting good sleep? I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> Justice for McGrew. McGrew's coming. He's coming. Oh, speak of the devil. Go ahead and finish that thought, uh, Marcus, while I bring him in. I was just going to say, if there's one thing I would expect for you to, when you go home is that you'd get good sleep. No, because there's no blinds in this home. Every, the sun always wakes me up at like <laughs> 8 in the morning because they're like, oh, let's have the old school plastic blinds instead of like blackout curtains. So uh, Then do the old school Mexican thing where you put a blanket like with thumbtacks, I don't want to. That's what I do at my at my apartment. You've seen it if you've checked on it. By the way, <laughs> my apartment on fire. When was the last time you checked it? Uh, I checked it yesterday. It's still fine. Cool. Did you eat all my food in there? Because it's probably all bad. No, I thought about taking your chicken home. Take, but it's in the freezer. So oh, like, my frozen chicken, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't because I was like, I just it was just opening the freezer, and I'm like, oh, this is what I eat ninety percent of the time: chicken breast. <laughs> You're about to. But then I was like, wait, this will still be good when he comes back. Like, yeah, my and, and Costco doesn't have uh, chicken anymore. Last time I went, but anyway, Tommy. Hey, no, no. Can you hear Hold me? On. 
you're fading in and out. I don't think your mic is as mic-y as it should be. But we're about to get started. We we waited 47 minutes. Told you you'd have time. <laughs> Dream jobs, I figure, is going to be a short episode. So. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Good. You don't sound as good as you usually do. Well, what the hell? I don't it think it's. Be... I, I think it's trying to go through your oh. mic. Yeah. How about now? Better? Um, tap your mic. You're not. We're not hearing you from that mic. We're hearing you from your oh, computer mic. Makes sense. Hold on. Check your battery. Battery's good. Oh man, I am tired. What the hell? What's wrong with you? Oh no, my I, my dad had called me out. So just telling him right now. I was lining up his neck, helping him shave. And he goes, he looks in my eye and he goes, did you get any sleep last night? I'm like, no. And it's because I woke up early. I woke up at 7.45 to go to work today, which is like a normal time for most humans. But I usually go to work at 1 p.m. So, uh, <laughs> so um, no, you're still coming from your uh, computer audio. God dang it. Time about to, you're about to get eliminated from this podcast. Let's see. But yeah. And TJ was a hard TJ was a hard maybe this episode as well. So I think we're, we got our crew now and we're good to go. But um, all I got to say, you know, what, I'm going to end the pre-show with this because um, the world is great. The world is happy. We're, we're finally making it, guys, because the children, the children will save us all. Save us, children. That's so oh my cute. God, look at this. That is so cute. Oh my God. I'm actually really crazy. impressed by the girl at the end not wearing shoes. <laughs> no shoes on the hot concrete. She's yeah. going to be like Waltamuk. <laughs> Bring it all the way around, baby. Bring it all the way around. Oh, and it's a flat circle. Right. And while Tommy's getting his stuff finalized, um, uh, no, we can't hear you at all now. We also muted your mic. Let me un. Oh, I can't unmute your guest. The no, mic yeah. is connected. Your mic isn't connected, Tommy. You have no audio. Um, but <laughs> he's over there cussing everything out. Here. <laughs> just okay. So just no. You have your mic is cut off. You can say okay. He died. Um, oh, I no. found my favorite Twitter of all time. Uh, and so here's just uh, a little foray into my favorite little pastime. Uh, this is no promotion, but my new favorite. Twitter page is perfectly cut screams. Oh yeah. I've seen this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that one. What's this one? Oh, I have seen this one. <laughs> uh, I got a, f- Oh, what the heck? I haven't seen this one either. We cut screen. I got to show you guys my favorite. Uh, okay, let's see if Tommy's back. Tommy, you back now? Can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay, God damn it. All right, that works. <laughs> this one. Right. This cracks me up. We're just watching my favorite Twitter channel. Oh, okay. oh man, I'm stuck. Hey, step bro, I'm home. No. No. <laughs> well. We definitely hit the bottom of the barrel installing for Tommy to get here. Yep. 
<laughs> All right, last one because it's my favorite, and he's so cute. Herbert. Hi, Herbert. <laughs> Hi. He's so cute. Hi, Herbert. Oh, okay. Now I'm ready to do the show, guys. I think we're good. I think I think there's peace on earth now. Yeah, I think Ooh, we're okay. There's a small little difference between that. Four is the magic number. All right. So let me cue up the uh, the intro, and then we'll start the show, and we will have a delightful time. You guys ready to have a delightful time? Everybody sure. out there. Hey, everybody watching, have you shared this and told the people that we are live now talking about our dream jobs? You should. So go ahead and tag Marco. Stop matching my fingertips. Um, tell everybody. No, dude, I'm, getting, I'm, throwing, I'm throwing sign language. Okay, thank I'm you. The- for, for the deaf interpreter that we those, have. Those are gang signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man now we're set tripping i don't like this oh, no. but um that's one of my favorite stupid words is set tripping but anyway we're gonna go ahead and start the show but tell your friends that we're on tell people that used to watch the old show i was on that we're on tell your mother that we're on we'll, we won't cuss so much and if if she's into that then uh we'll cuss plenty more um not, not true Fuck you, Tommy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, right. motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and start the show. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Oh, my God. It's so loud. That's so loud. Welcome to the Sync Countdown, everybody. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexcellence. Hopefully you heard all that. That's Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexcellence. And joining me uh, on the on the roundtable, we have... Oh, I mean, it was supposed to be one person, but it was supposed to be this guy. Uh, good afternoon or evening, depending on whenever you listen to this. You could be listening to this in the morning, actually. My name is Marco. I am Sam's nemesis for the podcast. Why are you my nemesis? I didn't sign up for that. Oh, we were friends. I'm trying to help you level up, bro. Oh, but just being mean to me? Oh, well. Well, joining me on the next enemy, somehow you cut JJ on the line, but we have... Oh, Tommy McGrew. Yeah, you like a little ticker at the bottom? I do, I really do. Looks like like I'm I'm, I'm fake news, I love it. You are? (laughs) (laughs) And lastly, uh, bringing up the rear, we have... The affable dumbass. JJ, what does affable mean? I don't know what these words you guys use mean. I don't know, but it sounds good, like next to dumbass, and I think it describes me. I think so, too. And a <laughs> shout out to both Gokus in the back. We have a Sonic in the back, and we have a Vegeta in the back. We have America in the back. We have me as a chubby eighth grader in the back. And Tommy was the only one that made sure his background was good. Yeah. Much. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's macho man. Oh, no. <laughs> and those are his undies. <laughs> um, I have my childhood Game Boy within arm's reach. Nice. With the light and everything. Oh, There's damn. Four. Is that a color? Yeah, Game yeah. Boy Color, baby. My sister got it for me. So Should it's, let- like, it's like your room, one of those rooms that the parents have that they don't change anything from the moment you left because you have so, a fucking game boy color and it look yeah it really does look like an eighth grader boy's background right there so. i have a game boy advance oh <laughs> wow i have a game boy advance sp somewhere no so tommy it's a mixture of both so i left in high school of course i was 17 so mm-hmm. like i have like a ninja turtles poster have a raiders poster i mean i can show you shoot 
Yeah, okay. go for it. Okay. So like there's oh, like God, wall. damn. Like it's so like how many football, times have you uh, masturbated in that room, Sammy? Um, <laughs> don't turn on the black light. Right. So like it's so like this bed though was a new bed. It got replaced when I was in college. Um, there's some stuff up there that's there, and then like I have like a Beauty and the Beast lamp. I have like a DVD like case full of movies that aren't mine. Uh, this desk wasn't mine. So like. It kind of got invaded. It became like a sewing room. Then it became like a guest room. Then it became my grandma's room at one point. So it's but a mixture. But the poster stayed up. But the poster stayed up. I okay. Mean, <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, it's my room. Every time I come back, I have a key to the house. I can stay here all the time. So, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, my parents, they, they really hold true to that. They're not the type of parents like, you're 18, you're on your own. It's yeah. more like, oh, okay, you have a key to the house. If you ever need to come back, as long as you're not on crystal meth, I think you'll be fine. Admittedly, so, most good parents are like that. Shitty oh, parents way, are the ones that just, you know, send you yeah. back at 18. By the way, I hope you everyone was make sure to follow J.J. Morales because he's been scrolling down there for about 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> J.J. Um, but no, today, guys, uh, thanks for watching the pre-show. And Tommy, thank you for joining us such last minute. Yeah. Um, hopefully you have your dream jobs ready or you're just going to be free-forming it on this uh, one again. But we'll go ahead and go um, around the table. But today, as I mentioned before, top five dream jobs. So I put it up for Instagram, and Instagram gave me a lot of good top five. So we have a lot in the cartridge now. I screenshotted all of them, and then I got rid of the ones that uh, we weren't going to use, like Marco's top five Sam's. He had asked me what my top five Sam's <laughs> Well, obviously, if I have a good idea, I tell it to you to your face. I'm not going to waste it on your Instagram post. I mean – and, and if you weren't on my Instagram, it was as follows. Number one, L. Jackson. Number two, Elliot. Number three, Club. Number four, uh, uh, it was Ramy, And I think I missed one. Number five, I think it was Uncle. Uncle Sam. So yeah. there you go. There's the top five Sams. Top five Tommies would be fun. Yeah. Tommy. Um, We'd all have the Green Power Rangers, number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have, Perhaps the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine. That would be a fun, that would be a stupid episode. Top Marcos, like San Marcos Blanket. Um, That's it. That's it. I don't got enough. JJ Jesus has like 25 people to pick from. What's your favorite Jesus? Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Black Jesus. Black Jesus. (laughs) Korean Jesus. (laughs) Korean Jesus is second. (laughs) Second. Super I didn't realize buff Jesus that's breaking out of the cross. <laughs> I didn't realize how important super buff Korean Jesus was. Because uh, like in Santa Barbara, there was a uh, Korean Catholic church, and there was a regular Catholic church. I'm like, do I go to the Korean Catholic church or the regular Catholic church? And um, one, there wasn't that many Koreans in Santa Barbara, which also didn't make any sense. But um, I never went to the Korean. Uh, I never went to the Korean Catholic church. I don't know why. If there was a buff Jesus, I would have probably been saved a little bit more. Jesus could have actually lifted me up with his spirit. <laughs> Regular Jesus looks awfully scrawny. I don't think he could do that. But he's got abs, though. Yeah, great abs. Great abs. <laughs> the Jesus workout works. <laughs> well, so my my brother's girlfriend, she was like a like a she's some sort of religious figure, like a unofficial religious figure. Studied religious studies, I believe, at one point, and she's also a stand up comic. And one of the premises to her jokes, not to just tear it apart, but she had like a certain percentage. It was, I think it was like 20% of Jesus statues don't have nipples. Like based on her research. <laughs> and now I have to think about it. It's like, okay, how many Jesus statues do and do not have nipples? 
And if you look, I mean, now I want to look. I've never actually looked. <laughs> I actually think it should be higher. Shoot. Based on. Too. I kind of have to see this myself. Well, let's take a look. So here we go. And uh, Jesus K. So, uh, no, Jesus on the uh, cross. Wow. Yeah. I was about to say, all the ones with him in robes, probably. Okay. So uh, no nipples. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, nipples for sure. No nipples. None. None. <laughs> He was so, just yeah. about the third one. There, there they are. They're there. Oh, yeah. Wait, the third one? Oh, yeah. He's got the... Hey, just... oh, no, wait, no, no, <laughs> no nipples. Yeah, it's... It's quite a few, actually. Yeah, you, so now My you know. My dream job is to be Jesus with nipples, number five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, um, no, we're talking about dream jobs so uh in in our group chat that we have as friends um some of us put some of our dream jobs like iron man or the green power ranger or i don't know papa smurf i don't know i didn't i don't look at the group chat often but so these aren't realistic jobs then no so these are more realistic jobs like somebody somebody was supposed to have done them at one point or has done them, or it's proven to be a job. You can't just be like, new massage therapy tester. Like, nobody does that. (laughs) The guy who who oils down, like, the the strippers. I mean, (laughs) that's a real job. You could technically put that. That's a real job. That's my number five. (laughs) (laughs) Titty greaser? Wow. That's kind of offensive, but uh, in context, I think it's okay. Uh, (laughs) By the way, Arkham, I just read this. Nipples are an AD thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so I have my list here. So obviously, as I mentioned before, very tired somehow. But my list came to me pretty pretty quickly. And the first one I have is pretty dumb. Did you do we want to start with me again going counterclockwise? Uh, yeah, we can do we can do that. Black Lives Matter, so Tommy will be the last one. <laughs> Tommy, you're just gonna say that cool. You're just black lives matter so much that I'm just going to give it to the black one of the black employees. It was a coin toss, and uh, and you showed up. So um, (laughs) so my number five though my number five it it started as one thing because it was stupid, but then it went to another thing that's a little more serious because I'm pretty sure no one will have the fake number five. So the first fake number five, which is I guess my five point five going downward, was NFL ball boy, because if I got a job like at the Raiders or Monday Night Football or something like that, the ball boy just gets to watch the game, and the only real job he has to do is make sure that they have a ball. And he has a little pouch, and he has to just run alongside the game. And if you love football like I do, I'd be just as excited to run along the sidelines. Just hand a ball charity off. gig for the most part? No like idea. The NFL, zone, the NFL zone just picks a random kid associated with it to do that. Oh, no. It's not a job, I think. Oh, wait. No, not water boy, ball boy. So I'm sorry. I looked it up, by the way, just real quick, um, just due to a mistype. Uh, NFL water boys make 53000 on average. That's more than I make right now. So let's go water boy. <laughs> um, followed by NFL ball boy. Uh, and then, no, actually, what that turned into, though, was using a little bit more of my practical skills. My number five is uh, NFL slash sports photographer. I would love to give that a crack. Be one of the guys on the line, you know, in the end zone with my super long lens, just going at it, trying to catch the perfect moment. And then if you catch the perfect moment, you win a Pulitzer. You're immortalized in sports history. And I think I've mentioned this before. That the the kind dude of, that gets kicked by LeBron after he hits the slam dunk. Like yeah. can't stop himself, that dude. 
yeah, that sounds like a fun gig because it's like, oh man, LeBron, me. I'm like five dudes. Like, I'm not into, like, don't kink shame me, Marcos, okay? That's my dream. <laughs> LeBron James accidentally just, oh, oh, LeBron, no. Just, just slams into me after a slam dunk. But no, um, that just sounds like an awesome gig because if you capture the right moment, let's see, legendary sports photos. Thank you for knowing where I'm going with this. Not thoughts, photos. Hell, even look at boxing. If you catch a good one on boxing, Obviously, one of the most historic photos of all time. Some of these other ones as well. Is that Dr. J? Do you get like residuals for that? Depending on oh, I killed Tommy. So depending on um, depending on how you sell it. Like if you're with like the Associated Press, then you get paid for that, and then you get awards based off of that, or how many times it's used. If you're an independent person, you usually sell it one time, and then you lose the royalties. But you're probably selling a photo like this for forty, fifty thousand dollars if it's good enough. That's a video, I believe, or perhaps. But, like, yeah, I mean, even just some of these ones right here, even just innocuous photos, or some of them are just, like, so amazingly dope, so caught in the moment. Like, look, that's the perfect uh, – I believe that's the perfect season right there, Don Shula right there. Like, you can capture a specific moment in time in history that nobody else can catch. Uh, one of my favorite sports photos, let me see here, was after one of the NBA finals. Kobe, uh, shot. Let's see here if it comes up. Uh, there it is right here. I mean, this is to me, one of the greatest sports photos ever. And somebody was just in the right spot at the right time taking the shot. And it's, it's history. It's, it's, it's how we remember the moment and being able to catch certain things like that, that are not just video. I think that's an awesome opportunity. And that'd be a lot of fun for me. It's almost like trying to catch a white whale. Like you gotta, each photographer has that, you know, you, you look for that iconic photo Right. I think that would be kind of fun. It kind of gives you purpose a little bit, you know? Right. And I even have even a, a funnier uh, photo or funnier idea with this. Let me go back to that Muhammad Ali photo. So the guy who took this photo, you see that guy in between his legs, the bald dude? Yeah. That I'm kind of pointing out. That guy had tenure over the young photographer who took this photo because he goes, well, I'm in this spot. See, you're trying to get in my spot. Get out of my spot, young man. That guy had been a photographer for like 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the young guy got moved to the other side of the ring, was able to catch the photo right there because that asshole was like, nah, get out of my spot. See, oh, that's I how you see that story. And no, and it's like chance. Like you said, it's like chance. It's luck. It's timing. Yeah. It's, you know, cause a half second, mo- a half second later, his arm is up here. It's dropped down here or it's pumped a little higher and it doesn't look quite as right. Oh, yeah. You know? So I, I think that that would be a lot of fun. My number five NFL ball boy, Slash photographer, ball boy, just so I can pass around the balls and and uh, and watch the games for free. That's it on the sideline, just be a part of it. But uh, okay. That'd be uh, Marco, cool. Marco, what is your number five? So, like I was saying in the pre-show, um, when you cut me off, like it's kind of weird sure. to ask a thirty-year-old dude um, about what his dream jobs are because, for the most part, like I've actually done something that's adjacent to most of these jobs. It's just I didn't build up my skill tree in the right way to actually do any of these jobs that are on my dream. Um, and number five is especially like that. And it's actually adjacent to yours because it does involve sports. Um, but I've actually um, trained at Fort Hood with Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy is an amateur. U- well, he's not an amateur. He's a UFC fighter, but he's never won a belt or anything. He's not at that level of elite. Mm-hmm. But he's still at a level of elite that genetically I can tell that he's just better than me. Like, a dude that can train for nine hours straight every day 
Like I go to the gym for two hours and I'm like, that's it. Like I'm, I'm done. He yeah. goes to the gym for two hours is like, I'm going to eat some oatmeal and then just go right back at it. Like he's just genetically different. Right. Um, so I know that I don't have it in me to be any sort of ultra athlete, but I would settle for knowing enough of the craft that I could be a boxing trainer. Uh, if Ooh. I had gone through life a little bit different, like be the Mickey for someone. Right. So you exactly what I just thought. of. <laughs> <laughs> Number five was boxing trainer. Yeah. So you are. All right. All right. Rack, get in there. Why all my guys have the same voice? Ah, see, get in there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> get him a little beanie. Miller <laughs> <sighs> but uh, no, that sounds awesome. But like, so you just want to learn the, the technical stuff and then do as I say, not as I do type of thing for these boxes. Well, I mean, there is a lot of trainers like that have it to a certain point. Like Freddie Roach is Manny Pacquiao's trainer. Freddie Roach is not as good. Manny uh, Mayweather is not as good as his son. Uh, right. Canelo's trainers are just two fat Mexican dudes for the most part. I, I think one of Canelo's trainers is JJ, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might be the greatest fan of all time. Canelo has a funny voice. I'm sorry. I don't know if great boxers have funny voices, if that's a caveat. I mean, Mike Tyson. So, yeah, kind of. Mayweather is just, I don't like the way he is. I hate Mayweather. (laughs) (laughs) So, I wouldn't consider him in the greatest. But, um, oh, you kind of have to. You don't want to. You kind of do have to. No, I don't have to do shit. He has to be in the conversation. (laughs) Like, he does. No, no, he's in the conversation. Is the biggest fucking afraidy cat. Little, I can't hit nobody. I can't punch nobody. It's called boxing, not dancing. All right, he'd be great. I'll give him. He's a great dancer. I could take him to the ballet. He perform all all those Russian ladies, man. But boxer, I wouldn't call him that. Anyway, uh, (laughs) I don't. I just don't want to die on that hill. Um, Exactly. You're gonna die elsewhere where I tell you to die. But no, yeah, I, that's just where I think it would, it would be a lot of fun. Like, it, uh, it'd be really cool to motivate someone. Yeah, no, and just kind of keep them on track, you know, and wake up in the morning with them. All right, Rock, it's six in the morning. Get up. We got to eat some eggs and run, run a few laps around Philadelphia. Let's do it. So there you go. And then you can still wear that shirt. That would be the brand. That's what you'd wear on the trunks. You'd be like, all right, Boxer, you're going to wear this. This is actually brand. a already gym workout by Hossware. Oh, that sounds awesome. I should probably get one. <laughs> I, well, that was actually the issue I was going to tell you in the pre-show. It's like, yeah, I would get you this shirt, but they sell out every time they pr- they produce them. I mean, I, I would mean, buy one that just says Hossware. That, that is a great <laughs> name. <laughs> you know, you know where I found out about this this clothing company. Otis wears it all the time on his Twitter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't know who Otis is. I'm gonna look He's a Haas. <laughs> Put it Otis Smackdown. Up. Oh, Smackdown. Be here. Otis Wrestler Images. Wow. That <laughs> is a Haas. <laughs> that is a girthy man. <laughs> That's a big old Haas if I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed how Haas-like he is. Like, I gotta get that off my screen. I'm gonna, that's too erotic for me right now. It's too much flesh. <laughs> But that is your number five boxing trainer. JJ, what is your number five? My number five. So my joke number five is electrician. That's only if my dad's listening because. (laughs) (laughs) Is your dad an electrician? No, my dad, like when when I graduated high school and I wasn't sure what to do, like I kind of took a year off before I went to college. 
Right. Big mistake. I probably wouldn't redo that given the chance. But well. eh, yeah, like, eh, whatever. If you have Goku's behind you. I think you're winning. Yeah, like I'm. I failed <laughs> upwards, so we're fine. I mean, maybe it's in the show, and I have a college degree, JJ. Even- <laughs> I mean, you're not but, doing uh, My dad, uh, you know, like probably most parents, he's like the way I remember stuff. <laughs> That's his brother, my brother. Watching Juan Solo. He says the the way my dad like probably most parents is like the way he remembers something that's the way it happened and you're not going to convince him otherwise yeah so when i was yeah when i was in that slump he was like i told you for like years why don't you just go to a trade school and be an electrician i'm like going through the rolodex in my brain like when the fuck did you ever say (laughs) those words have never (laughs) left your mouth Right. Uh, but my actual number five would still be working with my hands. It's something that I've done like in passing, never done it professionally. Hmm. Uh, but I would want to be a brewmaster or just like be someone that makes beers, like get a job at a brew if it paid more. Cause I'm pretty <laughs> sure like just, I'm pretty sure I make more money at the job I'm at now. Otherwise, like, I would probably just quit and go work at a brewery because that's going to that's gonna be a theme for most of my dream jobs. Why I didn't do them. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm moving up the scale here. <laughs> brewery, working at a brewery, brewmaster, whatever it is, shit, even like bartender. I probably would, would do it now if it weren't for the fact that like, uh, this pays the bills better. Yeah, the brewmaster I mean, Stellis makes eleven dollars an hour. Yeah, I make more. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, you want to be like, oh man, my dreams. I'm gonna go after my dreams and become a number one brewmaster, but not at eleven dollars an hour. <laughs> right? No, yeah, I would. I mean, I would if I had the money. Like, you know, won the lottery, not the big jackpot, but won a good enough jackpot to where I can go back home and open a brewery in Eagle Pass. I would right. do that, like, in a heartbeat. I mean, that's the thing. Like, Probably wouldn't make any money at it, but fuck it, I tried. You, you know what? got money from the lottery. <laughs> hey, hey, caveat. Caveat to this whole list. Money's not an object, so let your dreams be dreams. No Say, you never have to pay bills anymore, so you could just do whatever you want. That there you go. That's the dream. So there you go. My, I've created the dream. That is the reality. JJ, you're number five. Electrician brewmaster. <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of my first beer, electrician brewmaster. <laughs> no, there, that, there that is a, a, a beer made in, in San Marco. In San Marcos, it's called Power and Light. Yeah, I've had it. It's good. Oh, yeah, I've had that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the blood orange one, yeah. I'm going to reiterate my great joke because Marcos cut me off. <laughs> Electric Brewing Company. That's the name of your thing. There you go. <laughs> you win. I win. Tommy also wins because he gets to say his number five. Last. Yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> can I get a... Uh, what are you talking about? I'm the last one. When can I be number one, Sammy? <laughs> I mean, you want to start with um, your number four? After, just do five and four, and then I'll go to my four, you big, whiny... No, no, we can we said, we said the way this thing is going to go. It's fine. You matter to me. You need to know that you matter. I hope so, Sam. Uh, I don't say it. It's so sacred right now in this show. 
My number five is going to be Food Critic. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty close to another one on my list. But it's higher up. <laughs> very close to something that's very high up on mine, but it's not just Food yeah. Critic. So what do you plan on doing with your food criticism? Are you just oh, like the secret guy? Just destroying who, like, people, Sammy. Just oh, you're gonna be one of those <laughs> I'm going to be that guy. I want to be the guy that you have to impress that one guy in the city that's like, yeah, we got to make sure that this guy has a great time. Otherwise, we'll probably shut down. I want to be that dude. But these Get are people from the end of Ratatouille. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these are people blindly at Tommy. You can't be doing that. I've been watching the chef show, and they're talking about this one food critic that if he has a bad restaurant, he just don't say shit. He just leaves it alone. Be no, that I wanna, guy. I want to be the Gordon Ramsay of food critics. You fucking pig. <laughs> JJ, you seem like you're into that too. I don't know. <laughs> I had a more gentle approach to what I was doing. I wanna, Sammy, I want to be able to throw wine in somebody's face and walk out and, <laughs> and not get arrested for that shit. So you want, I want like, the person to, along with your food criticism. He's got damn right, Sammy. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> White privilege plus, you know. Being able to throw wine in someone's face, which is, you know, white privilege at its highest. But Karen's can do it, so so can I. The restaurant does not serve chicken nuggets one star. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, true. So, so chicken, Tommy, strip, chicken nuggets have to be on the menu somewhere. Oh, are you going to be a chicken nugget critic? <laughs> You're going to go and see who has the finest chicken tender? Chicken strip? nuggets is, yes. <laughs> That's going to be what I do, you know. And, no, I do. I want to be the guy. Chicken nuggets aren't on the menu, Sammy. I'm going to order that shit. I'm going to make sure it's on the menu. Like, imagine going to, like, a five-star restaurant. They have, like, the finest steak, the finest jerk chicken, the finest uh, delicious desserts you can ever find. Lobster (laughs) shit. And then you order the child menu ultra backup chicken nuggets that are frozen. I'm ordering. Literal children. Hot dogs and mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. <laughs> and they better have that shit or it's one star. Tommy, this is Bro, the good hot dog is hard to find, though. I don't care, Marco. That's the point, goddammit. No, I, I, I am agreeing with you. I'm oh, saying okay. that. <laughs> There's not a lot of places that take the time to build up their hot dog menu. Like, it's um, that's true. bangers and that's it. It's like, pretty much all. Best. You know, I want to be impressed, and that would impress me. <sighs> I'm already Tommy. an asshole movie. Uh, food critic. I'm sorry. He's going to get paid for it this time. Don't be a dickhead. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> critic slash professional dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. It's actually been really great writing these down just to see how you guys' brains function on paper. <laughs> so, uh, doing that can be uh, something I keep doing. But I'll go to my number four. And my number four, a lot of people will say this as, as an answer, but I've thought about it long and hard, and it's a kind of a series of things. It, it, it started off as one thing, then it kind of evolved into another, then evolved to another. So my number four, I would straight up just want to be an actor. I don't say I'm very good. I'm not saying I'm very good at it. I'm not saying there'd be many roles for me, but I want to be an actor. I'd want to like emphasize in like mocap stuff. Like I want to do like video game mocap for like video game like football celebrations and basketball stuff like <laughs> I, I want to do stuff like that where it's like uh all right man you were do, doing the mocap for taunting so i'd be like you know 
shoot the J and then just like, you can't see me and then flip somebody off. Like I want that to be in the video game. I want to be the guy that does that. Um, but really what I want to pivot all of that into is voice acting. That's going to be my emphasis. I would love to do voice acting because there's so much money in it and so much work to be had. And I could do it's it so remotely hard to make home. it though. That'd be awesome though. Job, no money, no money needed for these dreams. No, jobs. no, I, it was, I wasn't even talking about getting paid for it. It's like there's so voice acting is one of those things where it's like, hey man, you're gonna get exposure for doing that. Like there's so many dream jobs where that's the first step for a lot of people, and it sucks. Right. But like Don LaFontaine, the old movie announcer guy like that was the dream he had a studio in his garage and he'd crank out four or five movie trailers a day get paid like fifty thousand dollars and be like i'm done for the day and then he was done was. and then his daughter's a good voice announcer too if i'm not mistaken so and it, it took him one phrase to just become so so famous it's funny because i've, I've read oh, up on him and i've stories and stuff where he was like 13 years old and he's like hey can i help you like answering the phone for his mom and then he's like one day was just like hello and they're like hey bob how you doing you no know, this is jimmy jimmy get your dad on the phone i thought you were your father and so um yeah it's just like it, his voice just dropped one day yeah and he was everywhere man like i remember it was a show that i used to love back in the 90s called uh beyond belief fact of fiction and he, was, oh, yeah. he was the announcer on that. And I'm like, God damn, man, this dude is fucking everywhere. Like, oh, I guess the movie trailer thing didn't work out. But then, like, literally a commercial on the show was a movie trailer that he was announcing. So I'm like, God, he's everywhere. This dude is oh, making man. money hand over fist right now. Uh, are you t- so you're talking about the announcer guy or the guy who yeah. did the, the – I don't think yeah. it's the same dude. The announcer, not not the host. No, not Jonathan Frakes. Where I'm going with this, if you guys know, and see the internet in yeah. the last few minutes. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Frakes is my favorite. Have yeah, you ever walked mall into a huge parking area and realized you'd forgotten where you parked your car? Ever gone mountain biking? <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up? What's the right tip? Have you called a plumber to your home lately? How superstitious are you? How much money would it take to make you spend a night in a cemetery? You display this as a trophy. You have a pet. You Planning a trip soon. Can you remember the tallest man you've ever seen? Do you love to go a wandering beneath a clear blue sky? Tommy, do you? Stars, do you love a wandering underneath a clear blue sky? I love it, Sammy. I love it. That was great, by the way. <laughs> that that, that uh, title of that video is uh, me on a Tinder date. <laughs> tallest man you've never seen. But um. I love that show. Don LaFontaine, that'd be my number four. Voice acting slash acting. I want to be that Latino heat um, all over the big screen. So uh, that's what I want for my number. Who's typing out goddamn cursive over there? That's the Animal Crossing version of the of the video you just uh, showed everyone, the Jonathan Frakes video. Someone redid it in, in Animal Crossing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you trying to send it to me? Yeah. Did I not I mean, type I it can into see the chat? It. Yeah, it's in uh, the private chat. Yeah, 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 let's see here. Oh my god! <laughs> people That's have way sick. too much time on their hands. Right people now. have way too much time, but Dude, it's quarantine. What else are they gonna do? Uh, anything <laughs> but that, Marco. Let's find a skill video on YouTube and make an Animal Crossing remake. <laughs> You'd forgotten where you parked your car. 
plumber to your home lately? How superstitious are you? How much money would it take to make you spend it? <laughs> Wait, this is a trophy? You have a pet? You have a sweet tooth? Do you believe in the power of a curse? Have you had your hearing tested lately? Planning a trip soon? <laughs> <laughs> Big stars, real estate agents have become. Are you careful with your personal records? Does your computer ever seem to have a mind of its own? <laughs> have you ever visited a flea market? Ever visited a <laughs> have, a job as a have you noticed how many successful restaurants are theme based these days? Have you ever had the desire? To <laughs> have you ever walked out of a mall into a huge park? Oh my god! That's phenomenal. <laughs> hey, for people who don't know, that's crazy. For the fact that someone actually did that, but for like people who don't know what the show is even about, it's just oh, a the show. There's yeah. a show. He's just, <laughs> he just, just asks questions. questions. <laughs> I didn't even notice he asked that many questions till now. And I watched every episode of that show. That was ridiculous. But yeah, no, the show's like a supernatural, like Twilight Zone type of show. <laughs> no one would like, ever get that from that. Yeah, he'd be like, oh, yeah, uh, what is the tallest man you ever remember? There's a man that was seven feet tall that disappeared from the eye. It's like shit like that. Like he'll tell yeah. stories of mystical science, but this guy just sounds like he's just way into you. Yeah, just <laughs> you. It sounds like he's setting you up for a polygraph test. <laughs> like he's already got you hooked up to the machines. All right, just some baseline questions. Have you ever noticed how many restaurants are theme based these days? <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the pod oh. in the Watchmen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is my number four, Marco. What is your number four? Man, my number four would have been perfectly in line with JJ and Tommy. Then you fucked it up with your actor like thing, just theme based for the most part. And this is just like the flaw with us not organizing our top fives and talking about it. But uh, so, like I said, everything I've done is adjacent with uh, my list for the most part, just to try everything. Number four is just bar owner. Like I'd like to open a bar. Okay, is it going to be theme based? No. Describe your bar to me, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, what's an inspiration? Or maybe something in Austin that I can pull up that's an inspiration or another oh, bar that you've been to? Can it be a bike? Barflies? Barfly? Bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I don't know I if there's pictures of the inside of Barflies. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's pretty spooky right there. That's the inside no, of Barflies. No, it's just mostly I lo- because I worked, at a, I worked at a bar in a college town – I actually found out it was not a lot of, I mean, Sam, I know you're of the opposite mindset, but it's like, it's not a lot of fun to manage and work a busy bar for the most part. Like the bars that get the domain type bars that you like to hang out at where it's like, oh man, like that amount of stock, that amount of energy is just not for me, but a hole in the wall, like bar flies where it's just like the same 30 people, you're chilling, (laughs) like everything cool. Like I'd be down for that. Uh, I was going to called me out for having fun. Pub, <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I just feel attacked for having fun. It's like, yeah, you know how you like energy and people around you and good music and dancing and Fuck video you. games and good time. It's <laughs> 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 me and three of my friends, and they just pay me to pay them for booze. That doesn't sound like a fun time, Marcos. It sounds like a terrible time. Obviously, I have a great time every time I go to Barflies. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you. I haven't alcohol. drank but like one beer in the last month. That's too much. You, you said you're going to abstain. You can't even abstain. How dare you? 
I did abstain for three weeks, and then it was like I'm at Skull Mechanics, never been here before, so I, I bought one beer. When in Rome, blackout. I get you. I get you, heathen. Get the fuck well, out of your show. Get the fuck out of my show. Blacking out. Get out of my show, goddamn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll bring him back. No, now we're all out of order. Oh, well. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I got to finish the show now. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let me fix this. Uh, no. No. Oh, let's see. I think you, JJ. No. Uh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Marcos, I mean, do you have any other description for other than bar owner? But I could put shitty bar owner. <laughs> <laughs> then you're just going to get a bunch of episodes of Bar Rescue. Robbie's going to critique your hot dogs. The Brixton was on Bar Rescue, and that bar finally died. It's the lowdown. Yeah. Is, is it dead already? Yeah, it's the lowdown now. Okay. The, yeah, the dude terrible. that owns the Mohawk bought it. Okay. Yeah, it was a terrible bar. <laughs> well that's your number four i can't i can't add much to that number four bar owner jj what is your number four my number four all right so this one's getting a little fantastical uh but when i was a wee lad i saw an interview on tsunami about the guy that flew the goodyear blimp <laughs> And I was like, that job sounds awesome. And if you guys, like, I think the video speaks for itself. There's a link, Sam, if you just want to show the people the actual. Yeah, give me a second. Go go ahead. Keep going. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to fly. Like, getting a pilot's license is always something that I've, like, dreamed of doing, like, if I was rich. Uh And so when you fly a plane, you know, you can you can't really enjoy the scenery, but right. since a blimp is so slow, all you <laughs> like, you're just like staring out. You can enjoy the majesty of it all and right. really take it in. Plus like it takes you like a fucking week to get anywhere because it drives so fucking slow. <laughs> <laughs> so you just essentially camp out in places and crap and you meet people and shit. It, it sounds right. like a really sweet gig. This sounds kind of side by side to like driving the Oscar Mayer Wiener hot dog. Movie. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be the Goodyear blimp. It can just be a blimp. Yeah, know? it can just be a blimp. I, I mean, the Goodyear the was... mode of transportation now. Fuck <laughs> out of me with that shit. Dang. <laughs> Hold on, I, look at this hero shot this guy has right here, walking out yeah. of the hangar. Look at watch. Look come up. Uh, hopefully, right now, which well, obviously he's foot pedaling it. That seems to be pretty yeah. easy. That controls the rudders. Uh, that wheel that he was moving down there on his uh, right hand, that uh, controls yeah. his altitude. <laughs> JJ just wishes he was... I like how this video is from like 1984. Like, <laughs> 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 sea level. Uh, He's all probably that helium. still flying the Goodyear blimp. He's just... Oh, I mean, probably. I don't know. Ah, shit, I ruined the order oh, again. Oh, no. <laughs> what should do? We should just scramble it, like from We're number shuffling. three on. <laughs> just scramble it. We'll see what we get. Uh, <laughs> by the way, fun fact: for like all the way up until college, I used to have a Goodyear blimp in my room. Like a friend of mine in sixth grade football, he worked for Goodyear, and they had these little replica toy blimps. And I had it like <laughs> up here for like decades, and then I went to college, and I lost it somewhere. Big sad. But yes, I, I, I truly enjoy the Goodyear 
blimp and that's your number four yeah good year and besides i mean you hear about plane crashes all the time when's the last time you heard about like a blimp crash uh, hindenburg. hindenburg yeah but I when know. was that <laughs> we're, we're coming up on the one year 100 year anniversary of that one yeah but we so haven't like, already safe as way to travel <laughs> <laughs> a whole archer episode hindenburg uh crash year let's see uh 1937 not quite we're getting there though. Seventeen years more till it's hundred. If Corona years. doesn't, if Corona and the riots and racism don't kill us before that, <laughs> the Corona can't reach me up there. I'm too close to the sun. <laughs> wow, JJ, you just came up with a whole post-apocalypse genre. <laughs> oh my god, it's got like <laughs> Mad Max with with blimps. With blimps. <laughs> Give us the helium and just walk away. <laughs> walk away. Give us the bump, the fire, and the good year blimp. <laughs> oh, that's great. Number four, voice acting. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, uh, what is your number four? Well, number four is going to be being a showrunner. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why my brain went like elsewhere i was i heard show and then i heard showstopper then i was like wait are you gonna be like a burlesque showstopper? <laughs> the guy with the hook from like the 20s oh, oh i found show. my fedora for this reason show runner show runner a little bit different than a showstopper but yeah no i would love to like basically have control over a show like, but not know. like write it or produce it or anything. No, just, kind just, of... just the tone, the, you know, the style of it. You want to Jean Favreau it? Yeah, yeah. Like I with be... the Mandalorian, where he's like, "I'll direct the first two episodes, but exactly. I'm gonna go to some other people." I'll show you how to do it, and then just do that, and yeah, <laughs> and I'll make sure that things go the way I want them to go. Like Vince Gilliam or something like that for like Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah, Scott Gimple for Walking Dead. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, don't, don't be like that. Don't be like that though. No, I would take that show over. That that would be the ideal situation. <laughs> right, right. I would take it over and then I would end it abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> Walkers win, the end. <laughs> season, we're going to make it to a, sit, a mid-season finale and then just stop. And then people will be like, what the fuck? It had to go, people. I had to put it out to pasture. I'm sorry. Just, the zombies won. Game over. We, <laughs> yeah. we lose. Um, all right, then, Tommy, you have a show that you're running. What show are you running? What is your dream TV show that you thought of when you had it in mind? Oh, God. I, an HBO show. Sopranos was my dream show to run. Okay. But no, I'm, I'm talking about you get to make one now. You get to produce oh. and run it now on HBO wherever you want. I could just make up my own show. It would be a superhero show. But like okay, a, a super <clears throat> dark superhero show. Like an anthology. Oh, like, it's like, black, like black people? It's just all black people? Kind of, <laughs> yeah. Well, whole lot of minorities in it for sure you know but yeah i was thinking it was the boys for like a little bit yeah kind of like the boys like an american horror story meets the boys like every season is a, a different superhero story <laughs> in this world. Wow. You know? it's dark yeah. as fuck and super depressing and you don't want you know it's game of thrones a little splash of game of thrones the boys is kind of funny actually <laughs> 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 I'm I, lot the boys. I probably shouldn't have, but i did so it's like the boys, power, uh, Black Mirror, like all just the worst and best things in TV. Yeah, all blended into one. All right, who's the first? Who's the first director you take? You have take over after you. So you do the first two episodes. Who's that first right. director? That's your show. You're a showrunner. You call the shots. Yeah, so I am a showrunner. 
I would have to, you know, flex my muscle a little bit. I would like Jordan Peele to direct an episode. All right. All right. He did the Twilight Zone. I heard that wasn't too good. It was terrible. But, you know, I trust him. I trust him. <laughs> yeah. He's just going to find another rap song to make real slow and spooky. I mean, That's all he's going to do. He's only made two bad shows. I mean, he's been involved with, like, two bad shows, Mad TV right. and Twilight Zone. <laughs> so, you know. Because you're going to have a spooky-ass, like, this is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. One. I go through a whole album with nothing but those. Just spooky. These trailers R&B are jam. getting pretty repetitive. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I need to find more R and B jams to make evil. That sounds like a R and B slow spooky jams. Uh, I'll make love to you. <laughs> And I'll hold you. You know what I want to hear, Sammy? It's some what Color Me Bad with that remix style on. <laughs> I want to sex you up. Is that Color Me Bad? Huh? It's Color Me Bad. I want to sex you up. That's Color Me Bad. Damn it, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to doom doom. Sex you up. Knife, 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 screeching. That might actually work. I think that could work. It's freaking, uh, what's those kids? Uh, crisscross. <laughs> That's wiggity, 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 whack. Ah! All right, I'm done. That's enough for Tommy's uh, showrunner, spooky great. black hip hop. I'm getting you um, for the theme song for sure, Sam. There you go. I just, it's just all Montel Jordan. <laughs> it's just the Space Jam soundtrack just made evil. I'm, I'm there. You sold me. I used to think that life could not go on. <laughs> you guys know the rest of the song. Uh, Tommy, that's your number four. My number three. My number three is my responsible pick. This one is going to be... Um, the job that I had in mind in my most recent crisis of, of personality and like what I want to do with my life, you know, 30s coming up, it's around the corner and, you know, it's another checkpoint. It's nothing that's like, oh, I'm turning 30. I'm going to die. It's more like, all right, let me go ahead and hit the reset button, hit the reassess button and see what I can do. And one of the first things that came up when I asked myself, what do I want to do? Like if I, if what I want to be when I grow up, you know, cause I'm, I'm still, Almost grown up, but not fully. I'm still doing a podcast. So um, <laughs> my number three is uh, I want to be a philanthropist slash community organizer. So that being the, the, the scope of it, I want to give little broke Mexican kids computers and access to video cameras and access to uh, learning materials and access to just as much technology as they can because I know for a fact that I am not potentially where I could have been if I did not have access to a lot of that stuff because I had computers growing up, but they weren't like editing computers where kids in my class were able to like have video cameras and edit and do all that stuff in high school. I was barely, yeah, I was barely getting like a tape camera where I was editing on the tape camera. Oh damn. Like I was doing stop motion on a tape camera of Legos and I was doing Monty Python shorts, like the scene with the black Knight. I had Legos that I would play the DVD, record, stop, pause the DVD, move, record, stop, pause the DVD. Like that's how I first got into like movie making and editing. So I, if given the chance with no money's not an object, I would just give back to my family and my community. I would 
I would put up theaters for kids to show like black movies and Chicano movies. I would uh, just donate into just public services, help people. Uh, hell, I'm in insurance right now. Mexicans don't know about insurance. So I would teach all the Mexicans about insurance to get people to, you know, take out proper loans and have a credit union and stuff. I would go crazy, man. I would be that dude just giving out loans to people who wouldn't have a chance to otherwise, you know, that would just be me. So if that, if money was not an object and I could choose that, I would want to do that. That's been just a dream of mine to be able to just give back as much as the world has given me, you know? So can I, can I add that as an honorable mention? Because you're making everybody else here look kind of shitty. <laughs> hey, hey, Marco, Marco has a shitty bar. Okay. I'm going to do my philanthropy at a shitty bar. I'm going to be Look, like, first, 100 you know, drinks go to the ASPCA, God dang it. You know, bro, Barflies has been here forever. Good bars don't last. You got to rebrand, Marco. Yeah, got, yeah. When they rebrand, they got they, <laughs> Rebranding is the bar owner being like, I'm cashing out while the money's good. Good luck, next dude. <laughs> you, be, you have to be the next dude you know just like just keep rebranding rebrand like four or five times you'll be all right and then right. sell it and then move on to the next but, thing you know you know it's funny on the joe rogan podcast they talk about how hard it is to keep it going he's like a little jewish lightning just burn down the bar and then rebuild it <laughs> <laughs> like that was really common in the 70s. <laughs> I, I really wanted to say that to you <laughs> and let's make sure we don't get uh, charged for any sort of insurance fraud and there we go. <laughs> um, by the way Tommy I like how you love my motivational speech we lost the listener as I was saying it they're like yeah fuck this dream <laughs> you need a, I want to do more drugs I want you to have a dream job of a drug den that's what i want, I want more blimp stuff <laughs> where's my old-timey aeronautics where are my biplanes where's the red baron okay that joke's dead so that's my number three philanthropist community organizer i want to i want to help the community i want to get poor people back up on their feet i want to give drug addicts a place to do their drugs so they're not having to get taken advantage of and uh man I, yeah i would have like cool like I don't know. I guess like remember the scene in the first Ninja Turtles where all the kids in the Foot Clan had that video game underground. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. I was in Sam that. Sam Rockwell asked them if they want regular mentals. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want that for the drug addicts. They <laughs> <laughs> have all the skateboards and video games because <laughs> the Whoa. drug addicts play have fun. <laughs> JJ with that face, it's a lot more awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But that's my number three philanthropy. Uh, Marco, what is your number three? Uh, so I'm glad you decided to make the world a better place because my number three is making the world a worse place. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I say, everything is... We're giving away free drugs. <laughs> uh, well, that would have been an that? honorable mention for me. It's actually joining the CIA. Everything just freaked out. I broke the internet. Yeah. <laughs> the CIA exploded, and he keeps exploding. Join <laughs> the CIA, part of oh, the And the CIA killed oh, no. JJ. No, I killed him. He, I'm away from him to come back. But um, Marco, why the CIA? You killed JJ thinking about the CIA. No, I actually applied even to join the CIA. And then it's just actually really hard to apply for the most part. Well, there's just a lot of rules. It's like, don't tell anybody that you... 
applied to the Fly CIA. To the we'll contact. <laughs> You're done. We're we'll, done now. We'll co- well, You're never going to be like, in the CIA ever, ever again. That was a year ago. I obviously didn't make the cut, but it was like, <laughs> um, d- we're, we'll contact you in six months. Uh, be, pre- be prepared for a lie detector test and all this other shit. Like everything about the CIA is just like you don't hear about what they do until thirty years when everything's unclassified for the most part. So, like, are you allowed to have like a wife or like a family when you're in the CIA? I don't know because I don't know anyone currently in the CIA. I know in the seventies you could, but it, yeah. you would be still gone like eight months out of the time. Yeah, because I've met <laughs> FBI agents, and FBI agents are fucking intense, man. Like. They're real intense. I, so I worked at a hardware store, and I guess uh, people were buying all sorts of explosive materials, like uh, you know, like stuff you could buy at a hardware store for explosive materials. And so, um, so the FBI agents came up to you and it was like, "Do you need? Do you have any drills? We need more drills." <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, was, it was terrifying because he's maybe five eight, old man, grade. You know, it's kind of more gray than black in his hair. He's dressed to the nines, a suit slick. And I'm and I'm a CSR, but I'm helping somebody with their till. And I look over and I see one of the girls like kind of freaking out, like the other girl that was there. And she's like, "Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah." Just she's like pointing and stuff. And she's like, "I'm gonna go get him." And then she walks away to go get the manager. And I go, I kind of look at him. I'm like, "How are you doing today, sir?" He's like, "Good." And he's like, he pulls out his wallet and he flips it. My, my name's uh, Mister Mister. Uh, I don't know, Prince. That's me. <laughs> he did that and then like he's just like oh i just uh there was some ongoing uh, investigation about mysterious materials being purchased at the store and uh hardware stores around the area so uh, we're just doing a little bit of investigation and it was intimidating as shit this five foot seven guy and i'm like sir you sound like you've seen some stuff and he's like eh. I've been at it a few years, and I was like, ah, you've murdered a man. I'm <laughs> sure of it with your cold, but dead hands. And um, I never forgot that. It was something just so small, but he was just so, so intimidating. I'm a foot taller than this guy. And he was just, like, inspiring. So, Marcos, you as a fucking CIA agent, you'd be a monster. I'd be, I'd be like, ah. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be hard for me to go undercover in most of the world, though. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe in Mordor you'd be fine. <laughs> the I don't orc. think we need to worry about what the government of Mordor is doing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you'd probably fit in with all the Vikings, but I, I don't think they're a threat anymore. I feel like, I feel like if it was like a, a biker type deal, like investigate. Yeah, yeah. SC or whatever. Or MC, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you could pass as a son of anarchy. I could see but, that. I mean, Bin Laden was like six five. Like somewhere, somehow, people get tall. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Mexlets. <laughs> FBI to Mordor. I don't know. Yeah, you could be one of like Al Habib or something like that out in the Middle East. I think you could do it. I believe you'd have to cut the hair though. Hair's too luxurious. And got long. the tattoos and you know. No nah, man, I, I look. Perfectly fine with a yeah. Do you have any tattoos that would give you a burka? They don't wear burkas. Men don't wear burkas. You mean like a head turban? Or something? Yeah. Like that? I don't know. I don't know what the word is. We're Perfect. obviously both <laughs> retarded at this point in time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That any- was the other. That was one of the other rules. You can't have. They they had rules about tattoos, and I was like, well, I'm fucked. Yeah, I would say like, what do you have on your arm there? Like that would give you away 100. Uh, well, I have words in English for one. 
<laughs> hey, I want to go deep into some Japanese Yakuza stuff, and it's like, I don't know what it means. It's just American words. Just as fish oil in English. You have, to get a you have to get a nonsense English word to throw off the other ones that sound right. Um, but you're number three, which is kind of funny because that's, it was plausible at one, more, at one point for you. Joining the CIA. Uh, JJ, what is your number three? Your FBI number three. agent. No. <laughs> no. Just infiltrating FBI. the hobbits. <laughs> FBI agent all, like, legitimately almost made my list, but it did not because uh, you know anything physically where I have to be physically intimidating waved bye-bye to me a long time ago. <laughs> Tommy, you need that key. Sensei Martinez needs to come back. <laughs> come on, Tommy. Get on that, man. You got to make him his power gi so you can wear it. <laughs> Just paint it with like all sorts of auras with using your magical art powers. <laughs> but JJ, but, physical activity. I'm sorry. Physical dominance. <laughs> My actual number three. Uh, like I said, these are starting to get a little more fanciful. Um Pokemon I'm, Master. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I want to be a member of the Elite Four. <laughs> um, I almost wrote that down, forgetting what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Elite Four of what? Like basketball? <laughs> that way by to you a long time ago. No, I'm sorry. Um, I want to be a prop maker. Like, Ooh. yeah. The that is something that like I didn't know like obviously it it must exist but it's one of those that like you never really think about it until you're actually like watching Adam Savage's fucking YouTube channel and you're like yeah dude someone has to make this shit to put it on on the movies and crap like they're not actually shooting each other with real space guns right <laughs> fake space guns ooh you just reminded me of my favorite one of my favorite YouTube channels ever it's called Man at Arms. And it's a oh, guy yeah. who mystical weapons. Like he's, he does yeah. a bunch of movies. He did it for like Pirates of the Caribbean. I think he did some for, um, speaking of which, Lord of the Rings. And he just forges his own weapons. So like, do you want to go into like for like forging iron and steel swords, or do you want to be like blaster guns, or what do you kind of want to do? With? I thought I thought it was like makeup stuff. Like the dude that does the makeup for or makes monsters for Guillermo del Toro. I know a guy that can do that, by the way, JJ. I can actually, I can actually introduce you to a guy that is super into that. Like after coronavirus hit, he went back home, but he was in the middle of it talking to all the guys who did like, um, just he did, they did like crazy music videos and like scary movies and stuff. He's a real uh, cool dude, guy named Andy. He does a lot of like prop making and stuff. And um, I have an in technically. I mean, he's trying to get in still, but I mean, he knows where to go. So no, your dreams can come yet. true. <laughs> but yeah, that that's something that like. I, I make pretty much all of my Halloween costumes, like, uh huh, and you know that's like the actual making and the forging of the prop because usually all of my costumes will have like some kind of prop to like tie it together. Uh, uh-huh. There was one year where I was Boba Fett and I tried to make the helmet, uh, and it came out decently. Right, I also didn't give myself enough time to make it. So, right, <laughs> and I I didn't have like the proper tools or anything, but like it came out all right. And, and yeah, like it's something that I always enjoy doing. It's just not something that I ever, you know, parlayed into a gig. Right. I mean, that I mean, sounds awesome. I want it. I mean, I want it. I, I have my number one on my list is actually probably something that Sam has an in for, but it's kind of like similar to your thing where I don't have a skill tree built to actually do this job. 
Yeah. And then that's the other thing too. It's one of those where it's like, you kind of just have to apprentice under someone. There's no like prop making course in college. Uh, I think it's called being a theater kid, but um, it's the most rudimentary of all courses, I would say. But yeah, but, but like even that, that's theater. That's, it's not prop making 101. Yeah. Fair enough. You just kind of have to do it. Supposed to learn. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's a, it's something that you kind of just learn by doing. It's not something that's necessarily taught. Right. Well, I want to do it. I want, that's a good one. That's probably the number seven. I forgot what my number six was, but it's definitely number seven. <laughs> I like that one. Prop maker slash, I'm just going to say you want to forge swords because I want to forge swords. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, play. that'd be cool. I want to remake that fucking intro from that old 90s Iron Man cartoon where he's just like, ah, <laughs> damn, damn, <laughs> literally forging iron (laughs) iron man iron man cartoon no that intro was dope Tommy you're laughing because you know it (laughs) 90s there you go I used to love that show and the toys with it oh doesn't he have a mullet in it like as well (laughs) much of the blast was contained oh come on here you go Oh, is this the one uh, afterwards? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is not it. Oh, no. No, it's that one, but I think you went too far. Like, go. There we go. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that screechy metallic. <laughs> Bam. Electronic. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I forgot that Tony Stark was like El DeBarge in there. <laughs> is that what you're growing the hair for so you can look just like that? <laughs> By the way, also, you want to talk about just nonsense? I'm sorry. We're talking about, you know, things that we have just in our house that we accrued over our lifetimes. Um, speaking of weaponry, I just want to show it. I have this giant knife. Jesus. <laughs> when I graduated high school. And I don't when know did if you I defeat should... Kano in Mortal Kombat? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it uses the chop wood, and I just thought of, like, what if I forged something like this for a movie? That'd be kind of great. But, um, yeah, there's my um, sword, knife, and uh, JJ. Billy can, help, Billy can help you with that. His brother's in the Mortal Kombat set. Um, he... <laughs> Billy pretends like he talks to his brother. He don't talk to his brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't. I didn't know that. No, they, they talk to each other, but they're like real brothers. They're like, man, I won't fucking talk to you. Yeah, I won't talk to you either. And then they just like don't talk to each other. And then they're together. They're like, ah, oh, love you, bro. Love you too. And then they just take off. But um, <laughs> the point is, that's not the relationship I have with my sister. By the way, well, that's what celebrity brothers have. So uh, if they're not named the Wachowskis, but anyway, Tommy. Yes. What is your number three? Man, that was a long way to get to number three. Jesus. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I think I'll speed up. My number three. How are you doing on battery, Marcos, by the way? Roka, I'm sorry to interrupt. How are you doing on battery? Uh, 36. Ooh, okay. Tight. <laughs> so let's go ahead and I'll mosey mine along. But Tommy, take your time for your number yeah. three. My number three is going to be NFL coach. Tommy, I played you in Madden. You're not good enough. You don't got the stuff. I beat the shit out of you and mad. So. <laughs> I got the tape. I distracted you, and then you didn't go for it on fourth down, and you lost. See, I learned from that mistake, Sammy, and now I know that I have the skills to be 
in NFL. Better than Bill O'Brien. Jesus Christ. Let me get some shitty out there. That's I feel true. like I'm better than about I, I, actually, I actually don't know the hierarchy to how you become an NFL coach. Oh, it's terrible, Marco. It's yeah, you got to be like a high school coach, <laughs> then hope you get picked up in college, then hope that <laughs> college coach is good, and then and then that person might get fired or whatever, and you might move up. You're there for like 80 years trying to move yeah. up in positions. That's Unless one route. Like, yeah. And another route is you could basically start from nothing and be like an assistant to the assistant of the assistant coach, like the the assistant assistant special teams coach. You could be like that person and then it'll take you again like 20 or 30 years to, you know, work yourself <laughs> right. up. And then, you know, you I mean, can, you can be Chris trying Kingsbury through. is the coach of an NFL team. He's like 38. Like and he's like, just failed He's like failing upwards. Had some little, <laughs> a little luck. I mean, look at the guy. Come on now. <laughs> right. Assistant to the assistant coach? Yes. Yeah. He's not joking. Yeah, it's um, hard as fuck to get up there. And then, you know, you get there and you suck like Bill O'Brien. But, like, no. But, like, it's the <laughs> I'm a Texas fan, by the way, and I hate my coach. But that's beyond enough. the point. The point is, I would love to do it because I've played Madden, Sammy, and I know I can do it. What team would you want right now if you had to pick going into this new season? I would want Houston. So you want Deshaun Watson. You want Deshaun Watson. Uh, no DeAndre Hopkins. No DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got Deshaun Watson. He's yeah. just fast. Yeah. Hopefully. I just, I just have Offensive. him around the whole time. Off- it's, he's going to get tired. You know they get tired more, faster in real life than in Madden. Okay. Is it going to be like Blitz 2000 where you had to like oh, shoot him with adrenaline? <laughs> no. <laughs> you had to like have sex with like the, the cheerleaders to get your energy back in that game? That was a chaotic game, man. Great game. <laughs> I wish it was like Blitz. Yeah, I would have them doing all that shit. League. I'm sorry, not Blitz 2000. Blitz the league. Yeah, yeah, I would have How's them do everything that's illegal in the NFL now, Sammy. <sighs> Vicators. All right, team. I played a lot of men last night. banana on three. Ready. I would kill it, Sam. That would be a you have, Your team would have no faith in you. It's like, who's this Joker ass motherfucker? This is a make a wish. What is this? Super Bowl bound, Sammy. Super The Texans are not. I mean, I would. I can make them, better. Sammy. That's what I'm telling you. I can make them. Are you hoping for a fantasy draft, like where everyone's available? <laughs> and with the first pick, the Texas, the Houston Texans select Tom Brady again. It's like ah, he's <laughs> <laughs> the only one available with like the fourth pick. But no, fantasy draft. There you go. Yeah, it's a terrible fantasy pick. No, Sammy, I could turn it around. Are you gonna pick Drew Brees because he's I'm, racist? No, no, it's okay. I'll pass on Brees. Fair he enough. can stay where he's at. But no, Sammy. Hey, I play franchise mode. I got this shit. I'm telling you. <laughs> on all pro. <laughs> on all, all Madden, Sammy. I've done it on all Madden. What tournaments have you won? All three times. What tournaments have you won? What now? What? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's number three. I don't need to play online, Sammy. Okay? I don't need to do that because I know within myself – I would be the best coach slash GM in the league. <laughs> you lost on the computer. You played for eight seasons. You won three Super Bowls. Again. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
Tommy, you're number three, which should be your number eight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My number two is very it's simple. It's a dream job. It's a dream job. No, I can make fun of I can make fun of his dreams. It's fine. You do it all the time. Okay. All right. Open season on Sam's next two dreams. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. My number one, you can come at me pretty hard. But um, my number two, you can't because every single one of us has some sort of variation of this profession. And I don't know exactly what to call it because nobody except one person has had this true profession of all things encompassed into this one thing. Uh, my number two, my dream job is just to be Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> yeah, just, that was that's also my number two. I call it Travel Channel host. <laughs> so I'm gonna put you down, JJ. We can talk about this together. So um, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm watching a lot of Travel Channel. My dad, my dad likes watching the shows where it's like finding uh, Hitler, finding Bigfoot, finding the aliens. And so this he watches very close to my number two. But we go with. Is it enough to include it with our conversation? No, it's not. It's a little bit different. A little bit different, but yeah, no. I like ARP, Anthony Bourdain. Tommy's number five is basically this, though. Kind of. It's very similar. No, but Tommy's (laughs) a food critic, but he didn't include the traveling. He didn't include the show. He didn't include the suicide. I'm kidding. We don't talk about that. But um, I had to just get it out there before I made a word. But no. I mean, Chappelle kind of started one of his specials detailing his life where he's like, he went to the most beautiful places, ate the most delicious foods, hung out with some of the most influential people in the world. It's like, if that ain't a fucking life you want to try to live, I don't know what is. And and I'm, not, I'm a pretty picky eater, but I would try all that craziness. I would try like pig eyeballs and like like uh, fish kidneys and stuff. Like I would try all that. Try some bat soup. Fuck you, Tommy. <laughs> you're, not, you're being you're being topical and disrespectful right now. And it's a real thing. It's what gave us the coronavirus. You know this. You know, Tommy. This. We've struggled to get Sam to eat lime, and he's the only Mexican I know <laughs> that has that problem. How the fuck do you not use lime or eat lime? Because I like the way food tastes. I don't need to add lime to everything. It makes it taste better, Sammy. No, it doesn't. It makes it taste like lime. It makes it taste oh, better. If you got damn Texans would season your meat right, you wouldn't have to add so much damn You son of a bitch! Hey! You don't need it. Eat your fish tacos, goddammit! It's all you need on anything or soft stuff. That's it. Lime. I gotta put lime and cheese and just douse it in cheese because I don't have flavor on any of this bullshit. You know what? I'm challenging you to a debate, Sammy. Me and you. It'll be by the time I get it to you, and it'll still be better than the bullshit you guys eat over there. Uh, Mexican food, Texas versus California. Texas is the best, by the way. Just At saying. What? At what? We, why, don't we, why don't we just have a why don't we just have a cookoff where Martin's the judge, Tommy versus Sammy? No, because he's not. A, he has home field advantage. He's Texan. We need someone neutral. We need someone who's from like Boston or some stupid. Place. Martin is the best at being neutral. Texan. <laughs> That means nothing. He's a very honest man. I love Martin to the bottom of my heart, but he's a damn dirty Texan just the same as all of you. <laughs> he's born in D.C., but fuck it, he's a Texan. AJ, I don't need you to slap me in the face. I'm, I'm out of J.J. slapping in the face range. Tommy, I don't think you were you there. Yeah, you were there at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Where J.J. slapped me in the face because I was talking about Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I challenged him to a duel. Yeah. I, 
don't know what happened after that. <laughs> oh, JJ, it was putasos. You, you were. <laughs> but um, but that's my number two. Just to keep it simple, uh, JJ, if you want to add anything to it, um, Anthony um, Bourdain. I haven't stopped the clip. They're just like, all right, now we're going to go fish for some stuff, and we're going to eat it raw, and it's going to be great. Like, well, what, yeah. Uh, the only thing I would add to it is that, like, I wouldn't necessarily have to be, like, Anthony Bourdain because, like, I look at the, like, his show and I'm like, oh, damn, he put effort into it. Like, he wrote and, you know, put thought into a bunch of the stuff he did. I would just be the guy that, like, Travel Channel sends out to, like, a random beach and is like, hey, uh, you know, film stuff there. And I'd be like, cool. <laughs> I'll do that. We're fake. You wouldn't want to find treasure or anything like that. Like, go like, find El Dorado. We'll take you to S- South America. You could do whatever you want. You could eat all the local fare. You could like, see yeah. all the pyramids. But go find out. Like, make a whole subplot for that. I'll do that. Yeah, too. I'll, <laughs> I'll be yeah. like, all right, sure. And then, like, I'll tell the crew, like, hey, let's go just fuck around the entire night, like, film some stuff, and then we'll hire a dude to like show us around and tell him to. Tell us that, like, oh, yeah, I found this crystal skull here the other day. It's probably a clue. (laughs) 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 Who the fuck knows? No, No, screw that. I'll host one of the stupid haunted shows, too. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So uh, we'll table that right now. (laughs) (laughs) Show. Marco, what is your number two? And then we'll come back uh, to Tommy's. Guy. Two, no, no, shut up, Marcos. Tommy, let's talk about this ghost show you want to do. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know what? It's it's one of my guilty pleasures, Sammy. I fucking love ghost adventures. I literally, really, I love all those Travel Channel ghost shows. But like the ones where, you, like, this is like Ghost Nation or Ghost Hunters. It's the same fucking show, different network. Right. I love these fucking <laughs> shows, man. I don't know why. I'm a little ashamed of myself that I do. I, I fucking love them. <laughs> they're entertaining as hell. They're a little creepy, but mostly stupid. But I can't stop watching it, man. Like I just continue to watch it. Not so much them. I'm more of a Ghost Adventures guy because oh, they just play, they play that shit so over the top. It just keeps you hooked into it. Ghost Nation's a little boring. Like you know, the editing guys, for the editing for all those shows is like top notch. They. <laughs> Like they can have the smallest little noise and just freak the fuck out, and that's like a, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Oh my god! Oh my god, guys! I think my room is haunted. Oh my god! No, in the camera. Oh, my room is spooky. There's go- that's just dust bunnies, man. Like, calm down. <laughs> hear that noise? That's the soundtrack. Stop it. Yeah, like, I swear every- to God, I've seen jump cuts in that where like someone's like. Yeah. This this thing just appeared in my hand all of a sudden. It's yeah. fucking haunted. And then replay it like eight times, and that's like the majority of the shows. Just a replay of like a noise, and they just play that shit up like crazy. Doctor Kavorkian, look at that. You can just say spooky names. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jeffrey Dahmer's high school locker. Let's go inside. <laughs> yeah, like every insect that flies in front of a camera is an orb, which is a spirit. So like it's, it's, they make their own rules, Sammy, but it's so fucking entertaining. They get to travel to places and just right. you know, just be douchebags that love ghosts. It's great. Because if I because if I had to do a ghost show, 
I would be like, I would go to like castles, old haunted castles. I get to do that shit, Sam. Just like, yeah, I just like go to like London and France. Right. Go to Ireland and be like, oh, here's a spooky Irish castle. There's ghosts here for sure. And then you go, there's no ghosts, but there's a Guinness factory about three feet away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you're already there, so you might as well. You're already there. You're already so, there. We, we left our, our tape recorder overnight and we heard some strange noises here we're gonna play them now uh... <laughs> oh that was just uh... oh no 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 it's a spooky spooky ghost it's like and sammy one thing another thing that they do like the host he literally flips out on his own crew like he'll just <laughs> like he yeah he'll like i really want to fucking destroy you right and i want to punch you right in the fucking face and then, like, two minutes later, he's like, I was possessed by something. The spirit took a hold of me. <laughs> do they still do right. that shit where they leave, like, a piece of paper in a room and a pencil, and they're like, we're, we're just going to walk away. Trust us. Like, a producer ain't walking into the room and going to write something spooky on there. No live What was it, the Divic box, where it was, like, the Jewish spooky box where yeah. was haunted? Opening, you're screwed, basically. Yeah, like Post Malone opened it and then got into like three car accidents or something. It yeah. could be unrelated to the fact that he does lots of drugs and is a rock star, but who There's knows? Nothing to do with it. it was a ghost. It, it was, was the ghost. Ghosts. Spooky Jewish Ghosts. <laughs> Which is also the name of my third rap album, Spooky <laughs> <laughs> An excellent rap album. Uh, but that is your number two. But we'll go back to Marco. Marco, what is your number two? And his laptop died. Which was about <laughs> to happen, and it did. I was about so, to do the same, so let me plug this shit up. Go plug it in. Yeah, I, knew it. I knew that cutting off Marco was going to be a bad uh, move. Um, we did wait, try to wait for Tommy, so Marco doesn't get a number one and two. Oh, he's back. He's back. Uh, how much battery you got, man? Uh, 28. Okay, Okay. we were worried. I'm okay. like, oh, he's okay. And Tommy's no, no. nostrils are in the frame. <laughs> hold on let me do this right there you go there we go got everyone back to where they were oh you got better at it oh, no. yeah I, I figured out the rotation so marco your number two so my number two is the opposite of all you guys because you guys were like i'm charismatic and great and i'm going to be the host of a show and my number two kind of uh relies on me not being the uh, charismatic of the host on the show, you're a bridge troll. <laughs> you gotta like the no, toll uh, underneath the bridge. <laughs> no, um, it's My actually bridge. something that I try to pursue for the most part, but um, then I found out how hard it was at first. Like, uh, it, it's basically being um, working in music management companies like Margin Walker or C3. Um, being the person that plans the concerts, helps organize the venues and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, all the entry level jobs paid like eight or nine dollars an hour. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to afford to live in Austin if I work here. Right. Um, so I never, I couldn't pursue it for the most part. And even now, I'll, I know people that did it and they all got laid off when Corona happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, even before then, like I would talk to people that help organize Bray's shows and it's like, yeah, I've been doing this job for 15 years and now I'm up to 40 K and I'm like, Oh, Oh no, no, no. You know what? what? Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. 
That's but so, like if you do it for so a professional organized. label like Virgin Records or something like that, like I'm sure it's more worth it, but not for what really the opportunities that presented themselves for me. But right. if I could, if, I mean, if I if I could find a way to do it and make it work, that uh, that would be an amazing day job for the most part. Because I actually have a lot of fun organizing shit for the most part. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun thing to. I mean, hell, even event organizing, or if I was like a damn wedding planner, that'd be a certain fun thing to that. You know, just organization in general, making events happen, stuff like that, execution of that I, kind of stuff. I, I applied to that job as well. Wedding planner. Yeah, the Mohawk was uh, asking for a wedding planner, but I was like, that's got to be a sucky job for the most oh, part. It's very thankless. I have a, <laughs> uh, a friend of mine who does it, and she started her own business, and she does a really great job um, from what I can see. But it just – she's a pretty mellow uh, girl, so it's like I could tell that all those bridezillas, like she could just kind of like handle them because it's just a different beast when these girls are getting married. So, uh, yeah, uh, I would say – wedding planner at a music venue that's – booked every weekend why would you have your wedding at a music venue <laughs> this is the question i would have uh well the so the barracuda in austin died uh just corona couldn't make a it couldn't make it last till whenever they could open up well, there's still no foreseeable co- uh concerts in the future but they throughout all the pictures of like blah 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 memories at the uh, at barracuda there was several weddings there I think it's just you love a place so much you're okay with having a wedding there. I yeah, mean, I it's it's at the same level as a hotel there. for me on my mental Rolodex. See, I'm Catholic, so we just have them at churches. So you just pick a nice church and that's it. Or See, even know. then, like, uh, no offense, if you get married, I'm skipping church. I'll show up to the reception afterwards. No, you're going there <laughs> for the four hours. <laughs> We're going to put the rosary that's between two of us. We're going to kneel up, down, up, down, left, right, B.A. Slick, start all four hours of the sermon. And then you're going to have to. I'm fine with doing that so long as you don't tell me to rent out a tux a week before, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh, you're not man. invited. that's even better me and and JJ were both groomsmen for a friend and uh, he made the mistake of renting tuxes from a place where the the dude was also a friend but he didn't get invited to the wedding so he gave us all the shittiest tuxes oh yeah (laughs) everything didn't fit right the shoes were falling apart like like ironically enough I didn't go to town to get measured in person. So I just like sent him a picture of my measurements (laughs) and my tux actually fit better than anyone else. This hurts me so bad. (laughs) This hurts me to hear. Just like. Did any photos from this? (sighs) Yes. Uh, You all look like Tommy Wiseau from the room, just all boxing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, high waters and shit. God. That sounds awful. I think oh. even like fucking Alfred's bow tie didn't fit. I remember it was a struggle for me and Frank to like get it on, and we were like, "Oh God, you got a fat neck, boy! Come on, look <laughs> <laughs> in your neck!" <laughs> I've had a suck in my neck before. It's not a fun time. Doable, but not a fun time. Uh, so, Marco, I don't that's know your how you number. Do that. Oh, it, you have to like fold your your skin flaps. Like to button like this top one, like you gotta like kind of inhale a little bit, and then you gotta like across, and then pull over, and then like 
use your nail and yeah, no, it's that it's, sounds like a cross collar choke. Like that's a painful place <laughs> to be. Um, um, you are kind of light handed. You see stars most of the time, but what's the ceremony? It's also kind of kinky if you're into it. I'm not just you know just so you guys know that I don't like blood circulation being taken from my head. Don't choke me, ladies out there. That's not my thing. It's not my thing. What is my thing is my number one. I was waiting for you guys to say something. You did nothing. Good job. Good job, you guys. Don't ever answer to my kinks. My uh, my number one. Um, my number one is also kind of a uh, product of my internal reflecting these last few weeks in California. And I've always wanted to be like, you know what? What is my life going to become or what would be the dream in my current trajectory? So like right now I'm doing the podcast. I have all the equipment. There's a lot of great ideas I have. I have friends who are successful at it, and I, somebody told me recently and, and, and in the past that I have more talent than some of the people that are making it out there, and it's a real nice compliment. I really would like to prove them correct, but I also kind of want to start and be a little bit more mature and eventually at some point have a family, but then I realized I follow a guy, I became an acquaintance with a guy who is a family YouTuber, so my number one would be a YouTube channel slash family YouTuber. And the reason why is because, uh, you know, obviously you could be like a couple, uh, was it healthy junk food or people I've met uh, and their husband and wife, they travel to like Korea, they travel to Thailand, they eat like the most tasty foods, they go to like the best buffets and then they do YouTube reviews on it. And sometimes they get paid to do it, sometimes they pay themselves and then the monetization that they get pays it all back. And like they make like giant Slim Jims, they make giant pizzas, they just fuck around in their kitchen and they're in love and they're happy and they travel and it's a great time. And I kind of want that. But then eventually I also was like, you know what? That stupid, was it Ryan? Ryan makes toys or plays with toys. He makes like $4 million for like playing with toys and he has sponsorships and stuff like that. And then a friend of mine showed me this little baby. A little baby's named Kobe. And Kobe's a chef. And Kobe's the cutest damn thing ever. And I know I can make a cute baby because I was a cute baby. And I would just have him do this nonsense. Look at this baby make pizza, guys. <laughs> so, look at this baby, Tommy. Look at this baby, and look at him. I make have pizza. that exact pizza pan. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway there. We're halfway there, AJ. Look at it. It's just these are just minute thing, videos bro. of little. He has millions of followers, Tommy. So you want to basically exploit your children. Yes. In a wholesome way. Look at he's having fun eating mozzarella from the bowl. You know how much kids cost? Oh, yeah, fuck that. He can pave his own way. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Right there. Look at that kid. And then guess what? He gets to eat pizza. And that's the video. It's a minute long, and he's a happy baby. And he wears backwards hats. He get my baby can wear excellent hats. It'd be the cutest thing, Tommy. I'm okay I want, with it. Are you gonna dump us for the family though? Oh yeah, I would. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. But no, I don't want no. you to have any of that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, we're gonna start so our own hard. channel. We'll find yeah. a way. Yeah. Blackjack and hookers. Yeah. <laughs> a bachelor's <laughs> channel. Not Marco. Have- He's close enough. Fuck it. He's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have your see- family, Sammy. Yeah, he's growing. Yeah, see, like, this guy right here is a guy I met. Um, his name is George. And, like, he has his three kids, and this is, like, his youngest. So he just interviews his kid. 
and he's on his iPhone. He talks to his kids. He has like two preteen daughters. There's his wife right there. They all have Instagrams and they all make lots of money and get sponsorships like Fina and shit. Like I want, I want that, Tommy. I gotta say this: Who the fuck is watching this shit? Um, here's the thing: It does not seem interesting to me at all. I don't give a shit about Tommy. Tommy, 646,000 people are watching. I know, I know, that's, but who Tommy, are they specifically, Sammy? What's the demographic for Why this Why do people shit? watch uh, the Little Dwarf shows on TLC? Why do people watch that? <laughs> Why do people watch Power? Why do people watch uh, uh, Finding Love featuring Flavor Flav? Why does anybody watch anything, that's Tommy? There's a, niche. There's a niche for everything. Oh, and I want this to might be, all be the same show. demographic. I'm sure exactly. it is. <laughs> I get that. I want to meet one. Like I want to see the person. <laughs> who that guy's cool. That guy's super not... cool. He's a super nice dude. He's a regular guy. Oh, and sure if, I he could, is. if you could tell me Tommy, that I can Tommy, have a you wife, did, you did meet right? one. Sam is that one. Oh, you. No, but if you're telling me that I can go on trips with my wife and my kid, record it a little bit. I have fun editing it, having my own schedule, doing my own thing, getting sponsored to do things, getting sponsored to make posts, making sure my kids have a future very easily. That See? Making YouTube channels for their kids before they're even born. Exactly. No, He's going to be a Truman Show. I'm sorry if it, it seems like I'm against this. I'm for it, minus you getting rid of your friends that have been. Oh, no. Speaking with the compas will still exist is when I'm allowed, when she lets me, ha- you know, have my own time. Oh, I'll, I'll bring you guys up. Sam, we're going to have to kidnap her, guys. Yeah, you got to get the balls back. <laughs> Don't kidnap my wife, please. <laughs> you got to get the balls back from your hypothetical wife. But no, no look. man. She's going to be on it, too. She's going to be on it, too. We won't kidnap his wife. We we pretend to kidnap Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll make a YouTube video of that and get millions. Be rich. Be rich. I'm all for making money off your children. By the way, that yeah. to me, that's yeah. just right. It's, it's like making them an athlete with less steps. Yeah, the you know? shit. I don't have to abandon them. The to abandon them. You, through, you don't have to abandon them, and yeah. they they will line your pockets. That's like yeah. it, they pay for themselves, which I'm all about. That's economic. It's like child acting 2.0. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but except they get to make pizzas and slap their belly on camera, and they yeah. and people love it. It's great. He's like two years old. He don't know the difference. I'm he would have been, been doing it anyway. He would have been doing it anyway, slapping his belly and, and eating pizza. That's what I do on my own. You got, <laughs> in general, with everything going on, like if this is something you want to do, that's cool. But you got baby fever hard. He does have it very hard. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the group chat like all week. It's crazy. See my nephew? Have you seen my nephew, man? He's we see his goddamn nephew, man. He's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> He's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you really, play drum Sammy. I don't. It's. it's I know you have strong genes. You realize you have to make this baby with another person, right? She might have strong genes, and the kid might not look like you or your nephew. Oh, a completely different looking kid. Believe it. Never. It's gonna look like me. It's gonna be a clone of me, just like all Gonzalez kids are clones of their fathers so, and grandfathers. So you can't date a black chick now. Is that what I'm learning? There you go. <laughs> Half Mexican, half black Mexican baby. That'd be the prettiest baby of all time. That'd An Asian be baby? baby. That'd be a <laughs> chubby, chubby, <laughs> baby. Are you kidding me? 
it's, it's, diversity is the spice of life, baby. Give me yeah. whatever. Give me it's, Armenian. Give me Chinese. I remember, I remember somebody yeah. saying like biracial children are like God's Photoshop. So yeah, it's kind of like that. It'll <laughs> <laughs> probably benefit you. But no. still, Sammy, as long as you exploit this kid and make at least 200K off of it before mm-hmm. its first year, you got my blessing, man. There you go. And, that, and that'd, be the, that'd be the rule. And by the way, just for a fun fact, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life was half black, half Japanese. It was like the biggest cheat code in the world. It is. It was, it's she, not she was, right. She, she had skin darker than night, beautiful skin. Her hair was perfectly straight. She yeah. had green eyes, had full red, beautiful lips. It's it's like God telling you just, just mix it up, man. Like, like, <laughs> like, like I really attract people out of it. I looked at her and I went up to her. I swear to God, I went up to her. I'm like, you are one of the most attractive people I've ever seen. I'm not even trying to hit on you. I just think, <laughs> like, oh my God, you're so sweet. I'm, I'm not like, even going to no. take a swing. This is way out of my league, baby. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I like a like disclaimer before that. Look, I know I have zero chance. You just know that yeah. in my world, you are the most beautiful person I've ever seen. It was, it was, I'm just happy to be able to look at the stadium. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I'll tailgate on the outside. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never met her again. Never saw her again. It was in Santa Barbara. And I'm just like, wow, that woman was beautiful. And it was just not fair. It's not, <laughs> the point is, my children will be beautiful, and they will make millions of dollars um, with their big heads and their big bellies making pizzas for me. That's my number one. Marco, what is your number one? So my number one was something that I pursued a lot in high school, and then I didn't afterwards because it was just like uh if this is something that i'm meant to do uh you can always circle back to it not knowing that uh between now and then the digital age would completely overwhelm things to a point where it's like uh so number one is movie director but it's like kids are making people are making full-length shorts with their iphones right now like really creative with graphics they're creating props like Um, it's like we were talking about it tiktok TikTokers yeah. like sometimes you get a TikTok that's like quality production. Like Jason yeah. Derulo apparently has like a production team on his TikToks. Tommy, have you seen those shits? I have. They're amazing. But anyway, to yeah, your point. Yeah. No, it's just something that it was like uh, me and JJ actually got to direct a movie in high school, and it was actually we they got to show it in the theater. Like it was actually a shitty movie, uh, but it was a lot of fun to make, and we still I still am actually. And I wanted to pitch this to you, but then you ended up fucking off to California, uh, which was just making <laughs> short. <laughs> Still pitch it to me. <laughs> I wasn't going to pitch you like the, the ideas I had when it was just like, you got to focus on packing and how you're going to make it across the country without catching an effect, infectious disease. Yeah, it was pretty easy. All things considered. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly easy of all things i could be like a road warrior at this point but proceed no it's just i have a lot of fun like it's really i i'm still writing scripts uh i knew i know that you know people that write that make movies i know people here in texas that make movies but it's just like in order to get in the door like i do know the reality is like oh yeah you're gonna be doing that for free also there's a lot more talented people than you because it's austin I mean, that's true in California, too, in certain hubs. Like, obviously, uh, there's so many memes about people in L.A. being like, here's your coffee. Can you read my script? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, thing. that's actually a thing. Not to me. I don't read. But um, <laughs> no, I, told you, I told anybody, if they have a script, I'll read it because I like 
I'm actually a really good editor. And I actually obviously talk so much. I know how conversations should go. So if like there's dialogue that sounds funny, I'm like, that's wrong. That's not how people talk, whatever. But um, no, that's great. Movie director. What's your genre of choice? Your first director, directorial debut. What are you doing? So this actually has less to do with uh, my choice because I actually always wanted to do action. But me and JJ and Edward were actually the best at making comedy for the most part. Which is a damn shame because you're not funny at all. I know, right? Thanks, but thanks JJ, for laughing at that. Tommy, you look, you look down at that. Here's a silent laugh. Okay, here's a silent laugh that Tommy gave me. No, but it's true. Like, I as a person am not funny. I actually had somebody tell me the uh, the other day, it was like, tell me a funny story, and I didn't have one because I haven't done shit in Corona for the most part. Right. Come on, you have something funny in your house just to kill your time or entertain yourself? No, my life is too routine to uh, to allow something funny to happen. <laughs> Ooh, I did something funny today. <laughs> what did you do, JJ? So I was getting ready to, you know, start my work day, work from home. And uh, I, I got myself a little plastic cup of water from Mooney's. Um, but I was walking over to my fridge where I have, like, my uh, my pitcher of water. Mm-hmm. And the cup slipped out of my hand. And so... I was already like right in front of the fridge. I was like two steps from it. And as I saw the cup fall, I was like, screw it. And I kicked it. And when I kicked it, it hit the freezer door and then it bounced back and it landed back in my hand. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. (laughs) And no one will ever see it. (laughs) Right. That's like the one time I caught a donut. I kicked a donut. Someone like slapped a donut out of somebody's hand. I kicked it up and caught it. And they're like, whoa. And then he was like reaching out to give it back, like for me to give it back to him. And I threw it on the ground again. <laughs> Nobody believes that happened, but it happened. So I understand, JJ, the power of kicking things into your hand and how great a feeling it is and how uniform it feels, but how ultimately no one will believe you and think it's bullshit and that you're a terrible person. <laughs> Those last two are true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> JJ, you're not that terrible. And you deserve that your number terrible. one dream job. What is it? <laughs> that terrible. Yeah, what is your number one? My late. number one is actually your number four, Sam. I want to be a voice actor. Oh, you uh, just went out on me. <laughs> um, so actually, in my job that I have right now, I actually got kind of like a, a chance to do some voice acting. I mean, I say acting, air quotes. Uh, HR put out a, an email to the entire company and was like, hey, uh, we're going to put out some trainings, but, you know, so they won't be a slog. We we want volunteers to narrate some of them. Uh, does anyone want to do it? And I was like, yo, I volunteer yeah. as tribute right here. Right. And um, it was divvied up into different parts. And the guy that was actually doing the recording session, the ADR director, I guess, yeah, he was uh, he he was actually the dude that trained me when I started the this job. Mm-hmm. And when he saw my name on the list of uh, of volunteers, he's like, OK, which one's the hardest one to do? <laughs> <laughs> and so he he said, like, because we finished my session, like with an hour to spare. He was like, well, you got an hour, like, fuck off, like do whatever you want. Right. Um, but he was like. 
uh, I purposely picked you for this super long one because I, I've, I, from the time I was training you, like I know how you work. Yeah. I know that you'll be very professional. And I think that I, I gambled on you getting this, like picking it up really quick and boy, howdy was I right. Cause like I just blew past it. The right. the one and it was a ton of fun. I actually really like the setup that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever they do this, because it's you know it's an office. We're we're not like a we're a game development studio, but we don't have any development actually going on. <laughs> oh, he died. Am am I back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're back now. You're back now. But what I'm saying is, you probably heard you on that Mega podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That was, probably it. Ah. that was probably it. That was probably it. No, but uh, but yeah, it was a ton of fun. Uh, the one thing is that, like, yeah, it it wasn't you know acting. It was just narrating that that training. So it wasn't like I could be like, hey Tom, I don't think my character should say uh, you know, like sexual harassment is bad. I think he should instead say, hey baby, nice tits. Like <laughs> I couldn't do anything <laughs> like that. I, I just had to. Middle goals. <laughs> But, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, like it's something that, that, uh, I've always kind of liked performing. I've always enjoyed doing that. Uh, whenever given the chance, I'll do it. Like if we're going to do sketches or shorts or whatever, I'm down. Like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do whatever it's supposed nude. Um, and <laughs> semi nude, semi nude, like, like semi nude. I'll do nude over the pillow over the junk. Perhaps I'll like I'll do the Burt Reynolds where the I'm fine with that one. Please don't ever. No, <laughs> just no. I'm not going full chorizo on it. Sorry, <laughs> my brain. I told you guys I'm very tired. My brain immediately imagined JJ on Burt Reynolds. <laughs> It's gone. I, I, everything's unfiltered going into my brain right now. You guys can ruin my life. <laughs> my filter's broke. <sighs> but yeah, I just I'm imagining that... Sam kissing TJ. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's really good at it too. Uh... <laughs> Sam probably like lifted up TJ too, like butt and butt. <laughs> yeah. no, he's too thick. He's too thick. <laughs> nah, see, because like I imagine that you would turn it into a competition to see who could outgay each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> I hate this and all the fan art it could make. Uh, I've heard he's probably like, he's probably like koalaing on Sam, like a little koala bear. <laughs> <laughs> he's not my jetpack. He's not my jetpack. <laughs> no, because I've already had enough homoerotic fan art made of me and Chris Herman on my old show. I don't need more of me and DJ. I don't. I don't need it anymore. Me and Ian had homoerotic fan art. I don't want it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> Tommy, great, good job, JJ. You can be a voice actor all you want. Uh, Tommy, number one. I don't know, I'm not googling it. I'm not googling it. So uh, you. <laughs> I can mean something to you guys. I don't know, but uh, that's a new one for me. <laughs> I'm not googling it. I'm not googling it. You guys do that on your own time. All right. um, Urban Dictionary number one. Uh, how do I follow that up? Homoerotic uh, answer. <laughs> I was gonna say head of a studio. I could switch it up if you like. That's you know, the same thing as show runner. 
No, it's not. Showrunner run one show. And you also picked studio owner when you went back in time. That's you can't. What do you mean? When you went back in time to go talk to Marilyn Monroe and seduce her, you were a movie a runner. A long time ago, Sam. That was completely different. Literally. Show. <laughs> I, I would be a studio executive now, not back in the... You would still do Weinstein things was the thing that you were no, talking about. I didn't know. I said I was going to woo her like a gentleman should, Sammy. That's what in I said. 50s, which is backhander and fix her drugs. I wasn't going to... I was just going <laughs> to... What I is it's too much anime. I can't see what it says. Here, let me get let me make it a little bit bigger for the people. Because nothing says I love you like a broken body. Oh, like full on tackle. Like yeah, body. It's a tackle hug. It's actually kind of cute. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. TJ tackle hugging you. I'm sure he can develop that velocity. TJ's got tackling technique. He could break a rib, man. Yeah. And he's, he's got tackle. He's gonna glomp you. I don't want these are things I don't want. <laughs> I'm so t- I don't know what happened. My body lost all yeah, energy. You look like you lost a shit. Oh my god! Let me, let me smell some of this simply great beard oil, mahogany scented. Does that wake you up? Let's see if it does. Is it like, is it a popper or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope, just smells like mahogany. <laughs> Didn't do anything. Um, hold on, I got this twenty dollar bill. Anybody got any? Yeah, in L.A. So I would think you, would, if anyone did, it would be you. Okay. Oh, JJ died. Uh, oh, man. JJ oh my God. All right. Well. Yeah, no. Hey, Sam. Unrelated to this, and I'm sorry to interrupt everything. You're I'm down to ten percent. <laughs> All right. So, Tommy, go for it. You're number one. We need to get it done. I don't want a studio head. I just want a green light movies and shit. Basically. Okay, studio head. Make my own. Make Marcos. That's it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think it was the real one, but it was the real one. Fine. Studio head. JJ's brought dead. The show's over. We're glomping too much. JJ, <laughs> Marco's gonna die. I have baby fever apparently. <laughs> In a bad way. That's bad, dude. That's real bad. Yeah, you're at that point bad. in your life, Sammy. Oh, it's real your bad. Biological Sammy. clock is ticking, and you. The seed is good forever. <laughs> I could, I could plant seed like Genghis Khan, but consensually. Oh. <laughs> we don't need that many Sammys. There's a big difference between Genghis Khan consensually and yeah, probably related to Genghis Khan. Probably all of us. <laughs> yeah, right. Statistically. Uh, did he ever go to Iberia? I don't know. But anyway, probably. let's go yeah, down did. my top five from five going to one. My number five, NFL photographer. My number four, actor with voiceover emphasis. Number three, philanthropist or community organizer. Number two, just Anthony Bourdain. And my number one, YouTube slash family YouTuber. Make a life and take advantage of my children making pizzas for the for their families. Now, what happened to my notes? Where did Oh my god, I lost you guys. This is just my work notes from earlier. Uh, my number 5 is going to be boxing ah. trainer. My number 4 is going to be dive bar owner. Number 3 is going to be working for the CIA. Number 2 is going to be working for a music management company. And number 1 is going to be uh, the next Tarantino. There it is. JJ, what is your top five? Are you everyone wrote it down? Yay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my number five, I want to be a brewmaster. Uh number four, I want to fly the Goodyear blimp or any blimp really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any blimp. Any blimp uh, really. There's a fat joke in there somewhere, but I'm not touching that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh number three, prop maker. 
number two, travel channel host. And number one, voice actor. And Tommy, what is your top five? My top five is food critic, uh, showrunner. Slash dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> food critic slash dickhead. Yeah, food critic slash dickhead. Showrunner. NFL coach, because I can do it, Sammy. And uh, <laughs> number two <laughs> is, is host of a ghost show. And number three <laughs> is a studio head. Oh, my God. Host of a ghost show can put you number one. <laughs> no, nah, man. I want Tommy to be an NFL coach by night, by day, and then a like, ghost show by night. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream right there. He's just going after the ghost of Donna make me mad. Every away, every, game, every away game, he's staying at like the most haunted hotel. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds like a stupid adult swim cartoon. Dude. It's like a haunted coach. <laughs> A like, stupid yeah, adult like, swim cartoon that JJ could voice act for. Yeah, I could voice act for it too. Ghost coach. That would be the best. Ghost coach. We have a big game tomorrow, but this fucking hotel is haunted. It's spooky ghosts. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Let's investigate. <laughs> like, it's split up, gang. <laughs> End of the season, have a 1 in 15 record. <laughs> up all night hunting fucking ghosts and not prepping for the game. And he uses coach game plans to kill the ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a great coach. He just never gets to use it in the physical realm. I only go to places that are haunted by old NFL players. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Walter Payton's house and shit. <laughs> Vince Lombardi. Ooh. Al Davis. Al Davis is the Crypt Keeper host. Oh, that's, a, that's a season finale right there. Al Davis just is alive. Decrepit. One more thing, Sammy. If anybody is a ghost, it's Al fucking Davis. Bro, I'm going to show you guys. If you guys don't know who Al Davis is, he was the former owner of the Oakland Raiders. And by former, he was the owner up until he died. Um, but this is what he looked like prior to his death. Yeah. <laughs> just, He's a spooky ghost man. He's one of the greatest owners in NFL history. The greatest owner in NFL history. He looked normal in the 70s and 80s. This is a spooky man. He's, what is he going to do with those fingers? He sounds pretty fucking spooky, too, by the way. What did he, he say? He sounds spooky? No, I said his son is pretty fucking. The heck, his son's haircut alone. Oh. <laughs> well, Mark Davis's haircut is an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to a barber to get that done in L.A. Like he specifically goes to the barber well, to get it now done. Now he goes to a barber in Vegas to get it done. Yeah. No, he goes no, even when he was in Oakland, he went to LA because he's a stupid man. But um, <laughs> That's your but, um he actually goes and asks for the Jim Carrey and fucking dumb and dumber. He does. Uh, excuse me, we call that the Edgar here in California. <laughs> oh no. Let me just look up Edgar. Ooh. There you go. That's the Edgar right there. Oh what? <laughs> All the little Cholo kids have it. But you know what? That's it for <laughs> this thing countdown. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, and you can find Sammy Gonzalez on all forms of social media. You can find me at the Mexlins everywhere. And just be sure to go to Mexmerch.com to get the finest Mexmerch.com that you could ever Mexmerch.com. Tommy, where? Oh, no, I killed Tommy. Nope, now Tommy's no, back. back. Where can they find you? They can find me at Tommy McGrew Art on Instagram. All right, Marco, where can they find you? They can find me on all forms of social media. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. What a okay, way to go out. Right? What a way to oh. go out. And JJ, where can they find you? 
They can find me at Super J on Instagram or on Twitter at Super underscore J. I love that. You can find me at uh... (laughs) (laughs) Sir Thickness is frozen, but you know what? That's it for the show, everybody. Let me get the music playing. Oh, my God. Let the music play. Get away. Remember that song, Tommy? Of course you do. Of course. And and, uh, I heard a Shaka Khan song again, and it was great. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We're out of here, everybody. Goodbye.